The Monsters Playbook is an adventure podcast for grown-ups. It contains violence and profanity and deals with adult themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Specific content warnings can be found in the episode show notes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Monsters Playbook, a real play monster of the week podcast that I choose to believe my cats are huge fans of. You've likely heard them purring in the background of some of my recordings. That's because they know I'm being merciless and this pleases them. This week on the cover story, we're going back to there and stepping into the middle of a story that's well underway. Mark Clayton can guide them confidently through the Sky Kingdom, but they need to go to the Sea Kingdom. And as they say in the memes, one does not simply walk into the Sea Kingdom. Is that, is that what the memes say? I'm in my late 30s. What is a meme? I'm John, and I play Mark Clayton. I'm Lauren, and I play Kira and Anna Ashwood. I'm Maya, and I play Theo Nessos. I'm Johnny, and I play literally everybody else. Let's step into darkness. Do you want to try to segue us in? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kira. Oh. What? <laughs> That's what you meant, right? That's not what I meant, but okay. Skip. Throwing right into just it. Got, I'm, oh, what's happening? You have just followed Tower in through the portal she drew in the wall. Hmm. And you step through and kind of land on dry but and hard-packed sand. No lights anywhere. You can kind of see like a few feet in front of you maybe, but other than that, nothing. And then the only sound that you hear right now is sort of ahead and off to your left, the crunching of feet on the sand. You assume tower. Um, Johnny, did you? would you like me to roll for Kira's pre-rolls? Yes. She's got one hold for woman with a plan. And then the other thing I don't think she can really do right now, the other role that she has is the, um, the sect role for Dawnbreak. So. Yeah, no. Okay. okay. Am I s- still in shadow form or not? Roll plus weird. 13 advance. Well, if it's magic advance move. Yeah, you are. Okay. I want to try to see if I can. You said tower was like over on the other side of something. It sounds like I hear footsteps. Yeah. Like away from you. Okay. I want to see if I can slither around in shadow form. See if I can see where she's going. Well, you can. So you kind of slither towards it and her. And then, yeah, she sort of mutters some things. And then the air right in front of her starts to glow like a bluish purple. And then the surface underneath both of her feet starts to glow the same color. Mm -hmm. And she like levitates a little bit off the ground and then just starts to float straight up. To where? You can't tell. Can I follow after her? I think... Here, not in shadow form. So I'd have to fly. Yeah. Okay. Well, when she gets up a little ways, I want to see if I can kind of just trail behind her and I'll, I'll try to fly up. Roll act under pressure. Eight. Actually, nine. Because uh, plus one because of the whatever the thing is that I get to add one. Laughter. <laughs> 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 I successfully use magic. <laughs> Congratulations on having that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's mystic. I don't know. We're so good at this game, mm-hmm. you guys. 
difficult choice or a worse outcome. So here's what happens. You start to fly up. You can tell that you've waited long enough that Tower's not going to notice you. But up and out from the ground, something grabs your ankle. Mm-hmm. And you look down and there's like a sort of rotting, dissolving fish skull attached kind of to this rotting, desiccated fish claw. And it just hisses. Back to the rest of you. So yeah, the rest of you surrounded on all sides by these little points of red light. And they in chittering, almost unison hiss at you. Anna will just kind of grab her staff and be like, where's my sister? <laughs> Knows it's not going to probably get any any reaction. It gets the same reaction as their initial mm-hmm. conversational gambit. How surrounded are we? Are they closing in on us? Slowly. Are there any weak spots or little openings in their C-shape formation? What's your... To maybe ask the charming coachman to just charge. Roll, read a bad situation. I roll a 13 on investigate a mystery. What honestly makes sense is that the place where they're like thinnest is probably on the edges of the C shape, which would probably be impractical to spin the, the coach in that direction. But I mean, depending how well you do otherwise, barreling through them. Could work. The charming coachman, is he sitting on like a little seat in front of the invisible horses? Yeah. Between yeah, between the invisible horses and the um Is it just him sitting coach. on that bench? Yep. I didn't know where okay. Does the coachman seem phased by this? Like what is his reaction to all this happening? So far he doesn't seem to have had a reaction. Okay, question. The carriage, is it enclosed, I forget, or is it open? Because I've been imagining that it's open, but... Uh, See, I've been imagining that it is enclosed, but has sort of windows. Yeah. Okay. I think I want Theo to try and, like, kind of swing out of the carriage. Like, open the door and, like, try and get up on the seat next to the charming coachman. And, like, be like, go that way. And try to, like, point him towards, like, one of the edges and then I think Theo's going to, like, lower her staff towards the ground. You made it sound like he might need help turning the coach. This is going to be a series of rolls. I'm aware. If he needs help, like, moving and, like, turning the coach, I think that Theo's going to try and use force to try and <laughs> move the core. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is gonna be like great. Thrusters, or you could like split the, even split like Moses and part ooh, the. I could yeah. do one of the. Ooh, I like that so much better. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, no, like, kind of. So, what is it called in GTA? The like pointed cone, like truck. I want to create a wall of like a cone wall of force at the front. <laughs> <laughs> you want to turn this coach into an enormous bullet. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> so I'm assuming that the first roll is act under pressure to swing to out. To get out and up. Yeah. Okay. 12 advance move. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's <just> ridiculous. <laughs> I want to like Robin Hood, like 
hold on to like the top of the door as it swings and then push myself up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like a gymnast, like swing out and up and land on the thing to the point where Lowry will look at Mark and raise his eyebrows. (laughs) I think Mark just shrugs. (laughs) That happens and it's sick. Then roll manipulate someone. Nine. Tell me what you say to the charming coachman. Charge them. Just trust me and start to cast a like cone in front and just like up and over us kind of so that like it's kind of like a battling ram. Does that make sense? I think he'll do it, but I do. I think <laughs> he'll just look at you sort of blankly because all you can see is his eyes and then he'll turn around to look towards the window where Preston's head is sticking out, who will just, in a panic, do it, whatever she says, I don't know. (laughs) And then he'll whip the imaginary reins. And now, Theo, roll use magic. Too good, way too good. That's a five. (sighs) So what does that mean? No. So you see this like (laughs) cone of basically energy made physical or or like form itself from a single point at the center and then go out above and to the side and below the coach and when it gets to about where you are it smashes into the wheels breaking both of the front wheels and the coach slams to the ground all of you inside are like thrown towards the front of the coach. Uh. Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't suppose you have a spare tire, uh, coachman. <sighs> Is there a way? So I have the not my fault move, which mm-hmm. uh, I get plus one to act in a pressure when I'm dealing with the consequences of my own spellcasting. Mm-hmm. Can I roll that to try and fix at least one of the wheels? You, we had talked about entropy. I can only take things away. I can't like create and form things. Yeah, you could jump down and try to fix this wheel. Uh, how much um, carpentry has Theo done in <laughs> her life? <laughs> Just want to get a baseline. <laughs> not, not really what Theo did in her uh, spare time. <sighs> Are these things closing in at all? Oh, yeah. You closed in to them. So now you you can begin to s- sort of see what they look like. It's what you, it's kind of what you saw in your vision, Anna, like a uh, yeah. kind of creature from the Black Lagoon looking thing, but emaciated and rotting. I think Anna just is like, sweet. Uh, she's going to hop out of the carriage and she's going to like, is there like maybe like a rock formation or something she could like kind of post out on and just start shooting? Not on this side of the phalanx of them. I think Mark is going to step out. He thinks that because he's in the Sky Kingdom or whatever, that his his armor is going to stand out a little bit and they'll know who he is type of deal. So he's going to get out and he's going to show his armor a little bit, but then he's going to try to, I guess with fire, can he put up just like, kind of like blow everybody back a little bit? I just kind of want to knock them back and I'm not, like as a group, like is it possible to like do something with with the fire? 
I think so. Like you could do kind of um, almost like a like a, per- a percussive wave from an explosion or something like that. Maybe that's the the angle that it happens. Like it's like a buildup of something. That might be a little focused for what you can do. So roll it and we'll see how it goes. Kick some ass, I'm assuming. Uh, no, use magic. That would be 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you step out and on your side, you are able to like throw out sort of, I think it looks like a dozen or so teeny tiny fireworks. And then they just all boom, 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 boom. And scare back the ones that are closing in on your side. Uh, which side did you get out of? Driver's side or Theo's side? I would have stepped out on Theo's side. Okay. I think Anna then is on the opposite side. And she's... Yeah. She's going to start shooting. <laughs> Theo okay. definitely like jumped down and was just like, sorry. <sighs> and when, when, when I do that, I yell out, let us pass. <laughs> Anna roll kicks some ass. That, they just repeat that? They just repeat it. It's all okay. the same. All right. How close are they to us? To you, maybe seven feet. Oh, uh, that is a ten to kick some ass. Okay, nice. And what does your that gun do? Uh, my shotgun it does three harm. Okay, what bonus do you want? Do more harm. Okay, so one in the muzzle flash of this thing, mm-hmm. you can very clearly see for just an instant that on your side there are precisely five of these things. Okay. And then there are four of them because you blow the head off of one of them. And Great. much of the chest and shoulders of mm-hmm. that same one. Do do they seem phased by that or are they just kind of like focused? They seem they pretty seem mindless. Mindless. Yeah, I was mindless. just going to say. They seem okay. focused, unrelenting. Or maybe of a singular mind. For that question, actually, Mark, why don't... Roll, um, roll read a bad situation. Eleven. What they seem is cursed, is what I'm going to tell you with that roll. Hey, Tommy, you want to join the fun? <laughs> <laughs> this does seem like Tommy's kind of fun. <laughs> Why don't you roll kick some ass on his behalf? Um, eleven. Okay. Yeah, t- with that, Tommy is going to, um, pounce on one of these things. Okay. And then bits of it are going to fly up and off in each direction. <laughs> I was going to suggest you just shoot, but okay, go to go to town, Tommy. Wolf out. <laughs> Would Theo be able to uh, hit one of these things with her staff? Mm-hmm. I think Mark is going to also try to uh, decapitate a couple of them with his sword. Theo, kick some ass. I rolled a four. Oh, boy. I, I think when they all respond to... Done shall live here or whatever. He'd be like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Just goes out and starts swinging. Theo, one of these things descends on you. You go to whack it with your staff and you wind up whacking the ground, which one, you know, when you have something and you smash it into like a rock and the vibration just goes up and bothers your arms. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you get that and you're like, oh, this sucks. But then it sucks even more because... This thing raises up both of its claws and just brings them down on you across your arms and a bit on your face and neck. You take two harm. Okay. I do take one because I do have enchanted clothing. Well, still get a gash on your face. Okay. Mark, same question. Kick some ass. 13. 
advancement. Hell yeah. Tell me what bonus you want. Double harm. All right. So yeah, you take out your sword because it will burst into flames. You and Theo can now also perfectly see that there are five of these things on your side. As you slice one of them in half diagonally, uh, you can see that another one has descended upon Theo. So there's five on their side or four now? Three on your side, four on theirs. And I will shoot another one of these things. Okay, roll it. And I'm going to go after the one on, on Theo. Okay. And I think behind you, you can just hear the, the whirring of sort of the singing of metal. Oh, great. Great. Uh, that's 12 advanced move for Anna. Okay. Pick your advantage. Drives the enemy away in a route. So I think you again, like slightly more to one side. So it's the entire arm and head of one of these things. And it like drops two knees and then face. One of them, his eyes like flicker from red to a pale yellow. And he like drops to an all four type run and bounds away. There's now one left on your side. I think with the one that's left, I, I think Anna starts twirling her staff in her hand. <laughs> it's like going to go to town on it. Mark. Yes. We'll kick some ass. Kicking ass. Ten. Cut. Pick your advantage. Do more harm, take less harm. I'm going to do more harm again. Okay. Yeah, you like jump over and bring your, your sword down on this thing. But as it like burns and scalds its way kind of through the bone, it will screech and spin and bite you. Great. <laughs> and so you will take two harm. But with his armor? With an armor, yeah. it's. What's your armor? Is it one armor? It's two now. Two. Oh, damn. After we you got just the improved it. Yeah. Ooh, damn. Mark goes, ah! Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would I be able to, I guess, sort of like help Mark, like, also help fight this thing. So here's what I want to tell you, Theo, is that you can see as he jumps to your aid to slash through this thing that, well, there's another one of these things in midair leaping to pounce on his back. Okay, cool. And you said with whirling metal? I said you heard the sing, the sing of whirling metal. I did not elaborate. Theo has like a little pouch or something that if I throw it down... A creature from their throat, it like kills them or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? That sounds right. Yeah. Here, okay. Eat this. <laughs> I've been trying to find it, and I was like, I don't know where I got it from. Yeah, I, don't I don't know remember what. Either. I don't you got know it what. From the same place you got the staff. <laughs> Can I throw? Try and throw that at and in this creature that's lunging at Mark. You want to throw it into the mouth of this thing? Yeah, that's the understanding that I have that of how to use it. Correct. That's gonna, I mean, that's a hell of a throw. I was going to say. How much baseball does Theo play? <laughs> or dunk tank practice? <laughs> well, so, okay, yeah. So I guess, like, instead, uh, I think what Theo's actually going to do is going to pull her gun and try and shoot it. All right, then kick some ass. What What kind of gun? Uh, it's an old revolver. Okay. I rolled a three. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have zero to top, so, like, I'm going on straight dice here. Okay, you pull out the gun, you fire it, and you hear uh, a pained Preston Lariat go, Jesus! <laughs> and then a flump. Am I able to push Mark out of the way? Or, I guess, jump in the way? 
You can roll protect someone. Yeah, I want to roll protect someone. Which is the same <laughs> bonus. <laughs> fucking move. So you can see that Preston has taken one of these things down, but then the other one is missing a hand, but descends on his fallen form. It's a five. Oh, oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> but hey guys, I'm just rack, racking up the experience here. Oh but buddy. <laughs> It feels like you're playing the first session all over again. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like after this, Theo's just gonna crawl back to the like carriage. Oh boy! So, oh, you make it worse. <laughs> A DM must do what they must do. <laughs> yeah, I think you somehow like spin Mark around, thinking the armor. But then this thing like slashes both of its claws on him and digs its teeth. Mark, you will take four harm, mitigated. Oh my! <laughs> mitigated to two. Mm-hmm. And Theo, you will take two. Oof. Mark is unstable. You'll take take one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can Anna attack this one that she was going after? The one that was left on her side. I think the the one that's left on her side. Lowry has leapt out of your side. Oh, okay. Well, then she might, if she sees Lowry going after, she'll head to the other side where it sounds like they're. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think that Theo would also like yell, Tommy, Anna, help. <laughs> yeah. La- yeah, Lowry has, has stepped out and with Theo shouting your name, we'll just go, go. Okay, I will, I'll, Anna will like truck it towards the other side. and Not as fast as Tommy will. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. He's a werewolf. <laughs> So here's what Tommy sees. Tommy jumps on, on top of the coach and sees that there is there's one of these monsters on top of Theo and Mark, and there's another one on top of Preston Lariat. I think Tommy would go for the one that's attacking two people. I'm gonna okay. try to get uh, them off of Theo and Mark. Okay, we'll kick some ass. Uh, that's a 10. Okay, pick the bonus. Extra harm? Yeah, this thing is like screeching and scratching at you, Mark and Theo, and you're like, <laughs> until suddenly it's not and Tommy has leapt on it grabbed it and rolled it away and you hear snarling and screeching from a bit to your side so then I think Anna runs over and she sees Preston having a hard time is this thing like on top of him or is he kind of like trying to hold it at bay or what is the deal a little from column A and a little from column B he has a very long thin but sharp sword that he's sort of instinctively shoving into it, but it seems to keep going through its exposed ribs and coming out the other side without making contact with the body. Okay, I can't, I'm trying to remember, is the end of Anna's staff like hard or is it just wood? I think we had decided that the the like pointed end at the bottom yeah. was tipped with some kind of metal. Metal, that's what I was thinking, mm-hmm. okay. In that case, I want her to come like from behind this thing and see if she could just Right through its head. All right. With her staff. Real kick some ass. Hell yeah. 12 advanced move. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> Pick your advantage. Double the harm. Double presume. the harm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I want you to imagine in your minds that this thing is like Preston has his boot on like the solid part of its chest and it's like, 
and then you come around from the other side of the carriage, Anna, and it like looks up at you and then (laughs) right in its forehead. Yeah. Like shove it off to one side. And I think she's going to hold her little um, charm that Ramsey gave her her necklace and be like, you're right. That was a really cool tool. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that you will notice right away, Anna, is that the the one that you are now sort of presuming Preston had been fighting against is like pretty well and expertly like sliced up mm-hmm. in a bunch of pieces. Okay. So are Theo and Mark okay now? Or we still have one on us? Tommy took that one. Is that one still alive or is he ending it? <laughs> I think he's gone beyond ending it and now he's playing with his food. Tommy! <laughs> I, I think Anna might actually be like, Tommy! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, oh. But see, you'll be able to, like, now it's calming down a little bit, like, tend to Mark's wounds, not magically, just like, I think that Theo might have some first aid stuff on her since she was starting to be a nurse. Can I try and heal Mark a little bit? Do you have medical supplies? I would think in, like, the backpack and pouches that Theo has. That would be magical herbs and shit. (laughs) You could use those. I was going to say, is there any, like, pieces of clothing or anything like that you can, like, rip and make a tourniquet dealio? I don't know. How much battlefield medicine has Theo done? Okay, she was starting to be a nurse, so... That's actually true. Yeah. I want you to roll plus sharp to see what kind of things you have. Well, so actually, can I make a suggestion? You can. Would Theo be able to rip off one of the sleeves of her sister's sweatshirt to, I don't know, use as a bandage on some of Mark's wounds? So the deal is, because he's unstable, what that means is he has open wounds that would need to like the kind of medicine that you would have to do would either be magical wound closing or full-on stitches that you don't have a whatever the weird fish hook your pouch never had sutures in it your pouch never really had stitches or any of that kind of stuff okay so then i guess like looking over mark and like seeing that i think that he was going to call out to anna Anna, I, I need a little help here. Mark's not okay. Um, okay. Puts her staff at her back. I don't know. She doesn't have a, She doesn't have anywhere to put her staff. What am I talking about? <laughs> she just throws it behind her. <laughs> the coachman very slowly starts climbing down from his perch. Okay, Anna will come over. Um, well, can't you do some, like, magic or something? Theo, roll act under pressure. Eleven. You could do magic. Remember how that turned out last time? <laughs> This time could be different. It could be. Don't make my wounds bigger. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's a good idea. Are you able to do anything? It's either you doing magic or me doing magic. So pops open her fucking book. I guess we'll do this again. <laughs> they, Preston will pick up a narrow scabbard from off the ground and put the sword into it and sort of look a now human Tommy up and down and go, so that's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a problem? You kidding me? He saved half our lives. Okay, good. Put her there. <laughs> K 
can Mark, as like a help out or something like that, like cauterize his own wound? Mark could cauterize his own wound. I think what that would do is it would give you one more harm, but it would stabilize you. It wouldn't be a help out. It would just be you using your fire magic to burn your own. I think where you're bleeding out is like kind of collarbone. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the slash slash your armor kind of helped. But then when it dug in because your armor isn't fully physical, it sort of flickered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Anna pulls out the book and is looking through and she sees you like looking like you're about to cauterize your own moon. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, as you guys are like talking <laughs> oh, or like bickering, I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> and I think Mark just lets out like a, a, scream, like a scream like, fuck. Roll use magic, Mark. This is still dangerous. That's 11. Okay. Yeah, Mark creates a small, extremely hot, blue-white jet of flame in his two first fingers and drags it across. That's awesome. Yep. And he now has a pretty gnarly burn scar from shoulder to chest and an additional harm, but he's no longer unstable. Is the coachman, like, attending to the to the wheels right now, or what is he doing? You're all on the other side of the coach from him. You can hear, I think, a distant and slightly muffled... <sighs> <laughs> okay well then i think anna is gonna like while hopefully he's repairing the coach she'll be like well we might have a few minutes i want to see if she can find that what was it called again the spell that was like it would take time to heal but like would gradually you could heal some harm i think it was heart glow is what it was that was the one you had used before i think yeah she would probably just do heart glow again roll use magic i think mark is like still laying on the ground just breathing through his clenched teeth Exactly. Well, shit. 14. Well, shit. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so over... Anybody who's anybody who's in the radius, by the way, will get healed. So Theo, if you want to stay close to... Yeah, Theo's not leaving Mark's side. Aww. As long as Anna doesn't do or say anything else. All right, I have to, f I have to fucking focus so you guys close your mouths. <laughs> I think, yeah, over the next 30 minutes, you'll each heal one harm per 10 minutes. And Theo's gonna say to Mark, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's fine. You're hurt. I am. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> Mark goes, help me up. You probably shouldn't move too much. I think I'm going to like limp my way over to the uh, or like kind of carry myself over to the um, carriage and like sit down again. Theo will help you over to there. Yeah, I think you you won't be able to move. And I don't think Theo will let you move without uh, being under one of your shoulders. OK, when we get over to the uh, carriage, what um, we can see through the other side, I'm I'm assuming is he in fact working on the wheel? I mean, you can see around the other side, he's taking stock of the wheel. Both wheels, the sort of wheel proper is broken fully in half. And like there's little pieces in the trail. So like it's just the half okay. moon against the ground. And this same thing with sort of two thirds of the spokes that they've just been smashed. And then you can see around the corner, the coachman is down on one knee surveying the damage and kind of looking around. The coachman is going to like sort of stand up by pushing 
both hands off of his knees and very matter-of-factly going over to one of these things. He's going to reach down and you'll hear like a popping and tearing and then and he has a reasonably intact rib. I'm going to make some Flintstone wheels. And he's going to walk back <laughs> over to the coach. <laughs> so Anna can't talk at all while the spell's going. She's just sitting there like, oh, God, I really want to talk. <laughs> I think you may or may not hear. it. Maybe it's an imagined voice. Maybe she's actually talking to you. But Ramsey being like, I said, focus. Aww. It won't work if you don't. I think she, she just holds her necklace and she's like, you know, she doesn't say anything, but she's holding it and she's like, maybe I can just send my annoyance via this necklace. If I hold it hard enough, you'll feel it. Is there anything else, Mark or Theo, you want to do or say right now? You got to work on your magic. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. I think Mark just sighs. And and lays his head back against the wood paneling. How much harm does Mark have? I'm two away from dead. He has five, but it's one harm will go away with each 10 minutes up to 30 minutes, you said, Johnny? So you'll heal three if I complete this uninterrupted. Yeah, if you keep doing this. I'm like imagining that like Mark is sitting on the little step like up into the carriage and I think Theo's maybe like crouched next to him and I feel like she like holds out like her hands like looking at them and she's like I really wish that I could help you and heal you but I don't I don't think I can and I feel like Theo like kind of tries to use magic but like in that like some magic like magic can maybe like lifts like off of her fingers like almost like sparks in a way I feel like Theo rolls act under pressure. I rolled a seven. If you roll use magic to heal Mark right now, you will get a plus one on that roll. Oh, I think that Theo's going to like ask and look at Mark. I can I can try, but I can't promise that it's gonna work. I think Mark looks at Theo and goes, go for it. Mark roll act under pressure really quick for me. Mark clenches his teeth. (laughs) 14 advanced move. Okay. You say it just like that, as though you're not in pain at all. Uh, That would be a 14 advanced move. Oh my god. Well, hell yeah, fucking right. Uh, wait. I lied. 13. I mean, still advanced advanced move. move. Mark would heal three, but it is exceptionally painful. You guys just hear screaming from the carriage. Fuck! Okay, so I'm I'm at two. So that was this might sting. And then if we wait for those effects from... Well, no. Advanced move. It says you can use magic to heal, but the process is exceptionally painful. You used use magic to heal, because it doesn't say roll plus weird, and it's exceptionally painful. So you used magic to heal, you heal three harm, and your added advantage I'm gonna give you is that it doesn't hurt at all. It feels like a cool breeze. I think Mark just blinks twice and looks at Theo and goes, holy shit. Like I even think the, the, you know, the like residual hot sting of your burn scar is, it doesn't go away, but it is lessened significantly. Are you okay to that? 
I didn't hurt you more, did I? I feel like instinctually like pulls her hands like away from Mark. I think Mark is like feeling his like where he got hooked into. And he's like, I, I, I feel great. Thank you, Theo. Yeah. I mean, I think he puts his arm around you. Oh. And I just kind of sit there. <laughs> Mark, if you look up, or Theo, if you look around, Preston is regarding the both of you somewhat impenetrably. And then he walks around to the other side of the coach. Anna is sitting, doing her spell, and she can't help but go, 99 bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> How much time has elapsed? Um, just a few minutes. Kira. <laughs> okay. You feel a horrid yank. And I think, roll back under pressure. Ten. Okay. It gets you down to where your foot makes contact with the ground again, but then you flap and sort of pull it up. To the point where I think you can hear it like yanking out of the earth a bit. Okay, I wanna, I actually wanna like fly up with it still attached to my leg if I can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take out my axe and hack off its arm. Roll kick some ass. Uh, 11. All right. Pick your bonus. Do more harm, take less harm. Do more harm. You kids. Kira's a tank. Oh, God damn it. It wouldn't matter. You fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this thing will slash up at you. Which. My axe? I'm trying to think, remind myself how much harm my axe does. It's like a lot, I think. Where did you get it from being the It's the chosen. chosen. So I have two because of like just base with just the weapon. It's two, but I get plus one because of devastating whenever I do harm. And I get a plus one because of the initiate for my ancient fighting arts. Jesus Christ. So that's four harm, but then additional harm. You got greedy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this thing slashes up at you uselessly. With its measly two harm. <laughs> and yeah, you get up, you get it up a couple feet off the ground, you hack off its arm, and it like soars and screeches and thuds below you. Tower did not hear, right? She's too high up. Oh, she hurt. She did? Yep. So she sees me? Uh huh. Then I'm going to tear after her. Relax under pressure. That is a seven. I was hoping you would say that. I bet you were. So she's going to haul ass sort of up and off diagonal to the ground, but then seeing that you are keeping pace with her, she has another idea. And she goes down and she flies at ground level into just pack of these things. I think you're sort of starting to get this is why she went up. Mm. And they are going to just, as, as you go through them, slash the fucking shit out of you to the point where I think... All in all, you will take five harm mitigated with your stuff, but you are going to be dropped out of the sky. Okay. Like all that, it's just unrelenting and you're pulling your arms around you to keep yourself safe and you pull your wings around you to keep yourself safe and then you just skid across this flat packed sand. Is she like right next to me or where is she? Uh, She's still going, scooting in the air. Okay, can Kira quick decorporealize into shadow once more. Roll use magic. <sighs> okay, it's a ten. No, it's a nine. Why? Because I'm giving you a minus one on shadow magic here because there's no light. Okay, fine. Pick a glitch. Let's say short duration. I just want to try to get past this initial burst of people if I can. You want to kind of just get to safety? Yes. 
Yeah, I think you melt into the ground, like, mm-hmm. and then just sort of shift and swim away into a place that's not populated with these things. Okay, but she's still going. Oh, she's gone. Like I don't, I don't even have sight of her. At this point, no. I'm just gonna try to follow after the direction she went. I'll fly. Okay. I want to try to see if I can figure out where she went. Can I read a bad situation? Roll it. Yeah, 12, advanced move. Uh, where did she go? <laughs> that's a question you can ask, I think. Or maybe that's investigative mystery, but whatever. We ask any question here. We ask any question. <laughs> we can ask any question. Best I can do is tell you that you are pretty sure that she's been trying to use this place the way that Mark uses the Sky Kingdom as just a waypoint that she's going to find another spot here that because she's not a denizen of the place, she has to physically, in quotes, go there and then find or make another gate and then get out. Okay. But you can tell that her goal was sort of to find, I don't think I'll tell you where it is because that doesn't make a lot of sense, but she's going She's going to ground. She's going to find a place to lie low. Somewhere here or just back home? Somewhere back home. Nothing lives in the sea. <sighs> Um, Two more questions, and then I give you a freebie. Yeah. I guess, what's my best way out of here? I think your best way out just flew away from you. The coral chalk that she used. Mm-hmm. And was she, was she flying? Yes. Is there anything, this is kind of a weird question, but is there anything I could do that would bar her from leaving somehow? Or a way that I would know how? Maybe it's not me, but is there something I would know? I think the only way I can answer those questions is um, you're reasonably sure that if you could get that artifact away from her that she used to get in here. The chalk? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what she was using. And likely it's only that that allowed her to have the power to do this at all. Sure. Or from your understanding of there, from learning about it from Mark and to a lesser extent Theo, if there still is a Sea King, he would have absolute control over this space. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you want to become the Sea King, Kira Ashwood? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> What's the freebie? You can hear music. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, okay. Back to the rest of you. Everyone who's around the coach, 10 minutes has passed. You all heal one harm. Just quietly to Mark, Theo starts to say, I I can't be of help here. I caused too much damage, Mark, with my magic. What what are you talking about? You just healed me. Yeah, you saw what happened before that with the carriage and all those other times that I tried to use magic. It's dangerous. I'm dangerous. We're <laughs> Mark laughs a little bit. We we're we're all dangerous, Theo. We we have have these powers, and I mean, we all started somewhere, right? We gotta we gotta work work into it. Of course, it's gonna be dangerous as you're learning learning how how to use your magic and stuff. But but I haven't been learning. I've used magic like all my life. I know, but you're still learning new things, right? I'm still learning new things. It's fine. I don't want to keep hurting you. And you won't. But what if next time it goes too far? What if I end up hurting you or Anna or Tommy? Think of how much better we'll be off with that power, though. I mean, without without you, we're 
We're down a huge asset. You were doing fine before you met me. You're part of this team, Theo. You are helping us. Regardless of if, if something goes bad or not, our intentions are good, and that's, that's all that matters. Not to mention that cracking great lightning storm on the other side of this wall. Preston has come up behind the two of you. He's 100% just standing there listening to you. Uh, this is kind of a private conversation. Uh, <laughs> how's the coachman doing? Dreadfully. Were we able to find a wheel? Of a sort. Okay. We need two wheels, don't we? Yeah, I think he'll walk over it and <laughs> say, Wolfman, <laughs> how are you with bone removal? He has a name. Use it. This is how I bond with other men. <laughs> <sighs> Through nicknames <laughs> and negativity. Shitty nicknames. I would hate to see how you bond with women. <laughs> he doesn't. Dude's got one speed. <laughs> um, I think Theo's going to like... Kind of lean into Mark's shoulder with his arm like around her. And I think I'm going to see if I can help the coachman since I was the one that broke his wheels. I'll think about what you said. As I'm assuming Theo says that and then she like turns to walk away or whatever. Yeah, she goes to stand up. Okay. And as, as you stand up and walk away, I think Mark gets up too and like grabs your shoulder and pulls you in and kisses you. <laughs> and then he like. Let's go of you a little bit. He's like, I need you here. I need you here too. Everything will be fine. And then I think Mark goes around to figure out what's going on with the wheel. So essentially we go together. <laughs> I, I walk around the opposite oh. side. So that- oh, well, hello again. <laughs> no, it's just going to be one of those things like, okay, well, we should, oh, are you going to, I was going to go to the, uh, okay. we're going the same way. We're going this, okay, we're going the same oh, way. Oh, you guys are so cute. Anyway. Actually, okay, so if Mark is going to go check on the coachman, I think Theo's going to, like, stand there a little, like, dazed. I think she might actually sit back down and just be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm imagining also then Anna still 69 bottles of beer on the wall. (laughs) Anna's still doing her (laughs) chanting over the spell book, looks at Theo and just pops her eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, she might she might kind of do like the eyebrow nudge and be like kind of like nudge her head like come come over here come sit by me. I feel like they just gonna be like, aren't you supposed to be yes. focusing? <laughs> I think I think you guys see Mark in the distance picking up a leg and just like flaming it, so it's just a pristine bone. <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. That's a good idea. How much time has elapsed now? This will be 20 minutes. Is everybody good? Can I be done? <laughs> does Theo go sit by Anna? I think Theo like does like take a minute, but then like does get up and like sit next to like Anna, but like does say like you're supposed to be focusing on the spell. Yeah, and she'll take your hands and like have you join in on the spell. Oh, roll manipulate someone. <laughs> That's fourteen advanced move. Theo, roll act under pressure. <laughs> Please, miss. I don't think this is a good idea, Anna. 12 advance move. Okay, then it's your call. You will still mark experience if you do it. I think you're forgetting that this is part of who you are, that this can help people just as much as it can harm people. Why are you pulling your punches? Because I'm trying not to hurt people. 
Do you know Michael Jordan? <laughs> Might be a little before your time. The basketball player? Yes. He did this weird stint for a while where he played baseball. He sucked. He should have stuck with what he was good at. What are you trying to say? You're a fucking sorceress, Theo. Why are you trying to use guns? You're good at magic. Because magic is not always safe. Neither is this. She holds up her shotgun. It's exclusively designed to kill people. But I'm good at using it. Even though it's around doesn't mean that it should be the first thing that we grab to. No, but we're a team. Play to your strengths. I am, I'm not good at spells, really. I mean, I'm kind of good at protective spells, but like reading and stuff is not my forte, clearly. I mean, you're going to get better. Yeah, but I still am a hell of a lot more effective with my gun. It's just a lot stacked against me. Quite the opposite, actually. Oh, right. F- private conversation. Private conversation. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> we all fuck up, Theo, but what really matters is how you get back up. I'll think about it. I'll, I'll try. Good. We're going to pick up with Kira. She hears music. Okay. She hears the music and she tries to look around and see where it's coming from. We're already a bad situation. Ten. You can, you're reasonably certain that sort of like oh, you turn a little ways to the right and you can tell that sort of it's off in, in this direction. All right, I'll go towards the music. So you walk a ways for quite a while. The only sound is the growing volume of this music and your own crunching footsteps on the ground. And then as you get closer to it, you can sort of see a small smoldering fire burning and then a rickety chair in which is sitting a rumpled form like a definitely a person but with like tattered cloaks and just a huge scraggly mop of black hair that reaches down to the chair itself gather ye around and i'll tell you a tale some who have heard it have cried of the king of the sea and his princes and me and how it was the three of us died hide, 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 and are they playing the, the instrument they're turned away from you but yeah you can see that they're they're playing a very old handmade seeming guitar we haven't been whole since that day hello oh turns very slowly over its shoulder and you can you can't really make out any detail of a face but you can see sort of more protrusion of this kind of hair as its beard is sort of ruffling into its shoulder who'll you be then kira ashwood who are you a fool name you shouldn't be here he starts tuning his guitar a little did you see a woman come by here and give him a description of what the tower looks like was she alive? I assume so. I think she was trying to teleport from here. Then she'd not have been here. How come you're here? He turns fully over. You hear like a crack, crack as he turns his head around a little bit too far. And you can see just like, I think he like moves the mop of hair from his face. And you can see that it is like green and gnarled and desiccated. Because if you're not alive, they don't bother you. 
Aren't you a fresh pink thing? You'll want to get out. Well, at the moment, I'm trying to prevent her from leaving. You know any way that might I could maybe do that? Let her walk around. He'll take care of her. Well, I think she's been coming in and out of here a lot, so something tells me she's got her way around. That's impossible. Have you not heard the curses? The tales? Is that what you were just singing about? Oh, I dabble. What? Tell me what you know. Roll and manipulate someone. That'd be a 12 advanced move. I mean, goddamn. Roger that, lassie. Oh, this was once a great sea. More than a sea. The kingdom of sea. Twas the sea king who ruled over all of the realm. It was the great king whose authority bestowed upon him by them from the other side. But then them, they chose a new one. But greedy and proud was he, and clung did he to his throne and his crown. But what a gift it was to the new great king, to give him an enemy against whom to rise. What do you know of this place and its powers? Well, I know that there's three kingdoms, sea, the sky, and stars. I know that there are princes and kings of each. I know that... One of them was considered a usurper. This king maybe that you were just talking about. I have some I know some people from here. They're able to teleport in and out. But I don't know very much about this place. <laughs> Recent dialogue to the contrary. Those are the kind of things you read about, but those aren't secrets. Each realm also has a font of power from which the kings and princes can draw. Finite it is, and equal to each other. In this way, peace is maintained. No kingdom can be more powerful than another. No kingdom can overtake the power of another. And yet this kingdom is dead. How did that happen? For if he couldn't have it, none would. No one thought he'd do it, though it was technically his right. So what, the Sea King fell and he took everything with him? Took the ship down? No, it were the stars that killed the sea. The Grey Hand. And you said you knew not of this place. Piecing together bits as I go. What do you see, living girl, when you look to the stars? Possibility. Aye. You've the right of it. It's a bit of what he sees, you know. All things. Potential. Prediction. How did he take down the Sea King? He perks up a bit and looks off to the opposite side of you and of the fire. You'll want to be moving on then. Why? Well, they won't be bothering an old dead minstrel, will they? But as for you, nothing lives in the sea. There's some shelter off to the north. You could hide. You mentioned a font of power. Aye. Where might that be? Down. How do I get there? You know the heart is dead as well. Maybe somebody could give it life again. Minky looks at you and long and hard, and I think the for the first time I want to point out that you truly see that his eyes are like milky white. You know, that where like you can see the kind of outline of where the 
iris and such a pupil would be, but they're just a sort of slightly gray circle in a sea of just blind white. Mm-hmm. I think he'd go, oh, <laughs> so you'll save the sea. I don't know. It'd be interesting to try. Shelter to the north, mountains to the east. You could lose them. Perhaps you could find the valley. But I'll say again, living girl. Job one, ought to be escape. Well, thanks for the for the tune. I didn't catch your name. Hey, Roger. Haven't you got one? But I suppose kicks a bit of sand. Why not, Roger? Roger Sand. It's a good name for a dead thing. He grins horribly with his twisted, gnarly teeth. I gave it myself. You chose well. <laughs> All right. Um, hope I uh, don't have to catch you again, Roger, but it's been a pleasure. <laughs> hope not to see you again either, Kira Ashwood. Anyone zooms playing. Man's battles were grand as they spilled across the land. Taming the wildest wood. Can I do something weird? I would love for you to do something weird. <laughs> As, once I get a little bit away from him, can I? I want Kira to kneel down and just touch the ground. Mm-hmm. I want to see if she can sense like an ember of life coming from the earth somewhere. Even though he said the city was dead. I'm wondering if I could sense where that heart is. How would she do that? And that's what you're looking for is the heart? Yeah. Uh, with her life drain, I'm wondering if she can sense, like, is this the city living? Can she sense some... Nothing is supposed to really be living in this city, but is there something, any any moat of light that I, or of life that I can sense? Really use magic. Eleven. So you sort of touch the ground and you look for anything alive. So the first thing that I think that you are faced with is just this like towering absence. It's as though you've gone to the surface of the moon and tried to listen very closely. A kind of silence that's dizzying and nauseating in its completeness. Mm -hmm. One fleck of light. Am I mixing my senses now? He is not alive but nor is he dead, the musician. Yeah, I think that's all you get. I mean, I ended approaching sort of horde of quite the opposite of life. All right, I'll continue to the shelter, trying to keep an eye out in case I see tower. Long did they stare at the sea, but soon there reflected a curious sight. For as the sun set, the darkness would let them see stars that would show them the light. Those of the land would pray to a gray hand which would lead them where they could not see. And as their view shifted, their minds should have lifted, but alas, it was not to be. Hide high, hide hey. We haven't seen home since that day. Hide hi, hide hey. We haven't been home since that day.
Heidi, hi. Heidi, hey. Heidi, hey. We, we haven't have so much today. <laughs> this is horrible to try Heidi to do hey. in sync over Discord. Heidi, hey. We, we haven't, haven't been home since that, since day. that day. It's a good song. It's a good song. <laughs> so good. Campfire song. Hello, listeners. Hope you are enjoying this episode. And I'm sorry that we just subjected you to that awful singing. Um, <laughs> but hey, new song just dropped, written and performed by our very own Johnny Grubb. Spooky old man <laughs> in a dead sea. Nothing sus about that. Totally normal. Totally, totally normal. <laughs> Maya, you got some announcements for us? Yes, we got a couple announcements we're going to run through. As always, we want to remind our listeners to join us over on Patreon. <laughs> we have some really great bonus content that we like to share with you such as exploding boys playlist which includes songs like the one you just heard not the one that lauren and i just sang but the <laughs> one that johnny just sang uh and it that particular song is called the ballad of roger sand and there are many more from the show that you can find on our patreon we hope that you will join us and support us in reaching our latest goal of hiring somebody to transcribe our show speaking of patreon if you are a patron, you got to hear a special one-shot GM'd by me Woo-hoo! called Attack on Near Strand Big Woods. I ran a Monster of the Week mystery from the Tome of Mysteries for Johnny, John, and Lauren, who played forest rangers yeah. named Willow Chapman, Douglas Fir, and Aaron Timberthorne. We had a theme, you guys. Uh, Lauren, do you know how to read The Rings on a Tree? Uh, of course I do. And I also know that we have a brand new episode of Dockers' Highlights, which is our Patreon-exclusive blooper reel, which is dropping next week on May 16th. And as usual, our next episode of The Cover Story will be out in two weeks on May 23rd. So some good stuff coming your way. And as usual, we do have a couple of reminders that we wanted to tell you all. If you would like to support the show, uh, leaving us a rating and review is a super great way to do that. We love reading every review that we get. We always get a little boost of serotonin and whenever those drop. So if you can do that over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your listening platform of choice is, and make sure to tell your friends about us because that is the best way for our podcast to grow and for other people to experience this story that we're telling. You could also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at Monsters Playbook. If you would want to connect with us more directly, I cannot stress enough, our Discord is the best place to do that. We love talking to our different uh, Discord pals about the show. We have listening parties every uh, Tuesday that episode drops, and we talk about all sorts of things about Monster of the Week, chair food, recipes, and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> so... Also, since we're getting into more of there, we're going to need more theories. Oh, yeah. We'd love to discuss upcoming theories. The juicy theories give us life. Yes, we (laughs) would love to discuss theories about what is going on and what is Johnny subjecting us to. Yes. And, of course, uh, if you would like to support us monetarily, we we always appreciate anything that you guys are willing to to give. Um, We do have a merch store on Redbubble, and we also have a Ko-fi page. So if you want to buy us a coffee if you know maybe you can't support us on patreon that is totally fine do whatever you guys are able we appreciate everything that you are able to give and anything that you guys do give us will go towards uh the various expenses that come with running a podcast and uh just getting more awesome content for you guys links to all of those things and more can be found in our direct me profile in this episode's show notes and this week we are excited to share a new ttrpg podcast and game system Cybertopia is a near-future cyberpunk 
esque TTRPG that lets players be whatever they want to be and have whatever abilities and gear that they want. There's virtually no limits to what you can try and do. The unique thing about the Cybertopia podcast is that they have a huge cast, like about 16. But that also means that they have a variety of characters that you get to meet. You get to meet hackers, muscles, androids, etc. I did see a tweet that they mentioned that a player had brought a sentient gun onto the show. That sounds exciting. I want to hear more. Have you been looking for a break from the drudgery of the real world? What if the future wasn't so bleak? What if someone was to save us all? How would that look? I must know, does your microwave gun go ding when it's done shooting? Well, you're in luck, because Cybertopia is a rules-like TTRPG actual play that explores just such a reality. We've got this disco ball, which is pretty cool. We've got these two drones flying around in here, uh, dodging me out of the smoke. Check us out on your podcast app of choice, and here are rolling cast of 16 fantastic players take on weird and wild missions that the corporate overlords need taken care of for totally altruistic and benevolent reasons. Okay, this time it's serious. I would like to turn my uh, hacking hat backwards. You can find out more about Cybertopia and where to follow them in this episode's show notes, or on their Twitter at Cybertopia AP. It's capital A P. Lauren, I think it's time to get back to the sea. Heidi hi. Heidi hey. We haven't seen home since that day. Heidi hi. Heidi hey. We haven't been home since that day. Bam bam bam. All right, back to the rest of you. Question. Anna had done the spell for 20 minutes, so we would have totally healed two harm. Yep, and then she stopped to talk to you. And then, yeah, I think between Mark and Tommy and Preston and the coachman, they've, like, lashed together ribs to make the other side of the wheel and then used largely arm and leg bones to make up the remaining spokes and just like that, the coach is good as new, better than new, because it's got a story. I think Mark, as is, is we finish up everything, is like, ha ha, well, how often do, do you have to do that? The coachman just looks at you and goes, and climbs back into his thing. <laughs> Gotta cheer oh. up, man. So, we get it back into the carriage, the coach. Is Skull still around anywhere? Hey, Ramsey, where's Skull? He's, yeah, I think you look up and, yeah, you can weirdly see him perfectly silhouetted, a kind of distinct black against the indistinct blackness of the place. But he seems to be flying around more or less aimlessly, looking down and around. Uh, Skull, have you found my sister? You'll hear a very distant caw and then it'll turn and start diving towards you. Oh, okay. Put out my hand, <laughs> like, to let the bird land if he is corporeal. I don't know. So it's pretty big as it approaches you, and it sort of gets 
bigger. Oh God! It's about nine feet tall. Ah! And he's sort of like, "I'm kidding! I'm kidding! Don't land on me!" Flows down and lands and <laughs> looks at you and is like, "Oh." Yeah, yeah, whatever, Scott. I would if I could, you know. Okay, don't be a creep. Hop, hop. Any trace of my sister? That's how I knew to come here. No trace. Not anywhere. What? I thought you were a tracker. I am, and I've tracked her here. But now you have no clue where she is? Oh, fuck it. Take out the little radar that Jesse had given us. (laughs) I know we had talked about that when we were not there... And Kira was there that we couldn't, like, connect with her with the Mark phone as well as, like, locate her. I'm wondering now that we're on the same plane of existence, would Theo be able to track her with the bracelet that she made, Kira? I'm going to need you to use magic and for Mark to help out. I think Theo is going to try and, like, I guess locate, like, the blood that she, like, her own blood that she put in Kira's bracelet. Okay. Thirteen. Nine. So ten. All right, tell me what Theo would do, and then I'll tell you what Theo sees or feels. Okay, I think that Theo takes out a pocket knife, and she will cut herself and pour it into her other hand, and I think will some magic into it, and I'm imagining it forming into like a ball above her hand. And then maybe... You know, like kind of like a compass or kind of like something on like a leash in a way, like drifting towards where maybe Kira is. Okay, that tracks. So what I, what I was going to tell you is that you can get like basically from where you are, the direction that she is. As it rises up into a ball, it's like a little teeny tiny water tower and you can just like feel it kind of pull or move in like the sort of joystick directions. Yeah, I feel like it like has to orient orientate itself because at first it goes towards like Anna and Tommy and like Mark, but then like holding Kira in my mind, it kind of solidly pulls towards a direction. Yep. Yeah, you will have to sit up front with the coachman to continually help him navigate. I think Theo's gonna stand like on the ground, but looking up at him. I want to promise that I'm not going to destroy your wheels again, but I feel like I can't make that promise, but I can tell where our quarry is, but I'm, I'm going to need to sit up here with you to give you the directions. You'll manipulate someone. Seven. He'll just reach over a gloved hand to help you up. They will take it. He's disarmingly strong. He pulls you up when you're sitting. They will settle herself, settle her uh, staff, I think, between her legs. Does the coach start moving? Are all of you getting in? Yeah, I would get in the the coach. Okay, then yeah, it starts moving. So, should we play I Spy? (laughs) (laughs) I think I just want everyone in the cab to slowly just turn their heads over. From outside the coach, Anna hears, I spy something red. Is it the blood in your hand? Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Coachman groans. Uh. Your turn, Anna. I spy something gray. Like Lowry just gestures vaguely to everything outside. Good job. (laughs) We took the scenic route, right? Lowry, it's your turn. (laughs) I spy something devoid of color. Or hope. Is it your personality? 
I mean, what? <laughs> you can't you can't pick the same thing as Anna. Is it this place? It's our prospects for success. I don't want to hear that negativity. You know, Lowry, I think you could use a pick-me-up. Tell me about your childhood. He'll look at Mark. <laughs> she asked the question. I, I didn't ask the question. <laughs> Anna Roll manipulates someone. <laughs> Uh, 11. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I, am, I am precisely as annoyed as Lowry is. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I grew up here. Not here. But, you know, back there. I don't know if I really grew up there. You know, I guess I just sort of always was. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you were a prince... Or, well, you were a prince, right? You were both you and Mark? No. What were you? I just lived here. You're just like a citizen of the sky? Don't sound so impressed. Well, no, I'm just, I don't really totally understand how all of this their business works. Were you like a human first or were you always a their person? Hard to say. So you know that the place works as a kind of waypoint, right? Yes. Well... If there was a world before humans were, maybe there was an afterlife before humans were. And then there still would have needed to be a waypoint. And what would have been there? So you're that old? Maybe. So you like existed when in the time of like primordial soup. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Anna. Mark slowly looks over. <laughs> Potentially, we weren't really watching. You know what I mean? Hmm didn't start to take notice until people started, you know, showing up. And were there always three kings? As long as anybody can remember. Which one's the nicest? Ro, obviously. Are you just saying that because she's your king? She's my king because I'm saying that. Hmm. Whatever happened with the sea king? And Dragoris, right? I believe your people call it karma. Ooh, Dish, what'd he do? His age had ended and he didn't want to let it. That sounds like something that they say in like a beginning of a video game. Like, what what happened? What are the facts? Roll manipulate someone <laughs> again. Okay. Nine this time. Okay. Come on, I know you know. I think he's gonna look back to Mark and just be like, you have been away too long. <laughs> like, these are your friends? Yeah, aren't they great? Mark laughs a little bit. <laughs> After you die, what happens to you? Hmm. Forget about there. Forget about the things you know about the waypoint, the afterlife. You're just a person. Well, I'm not really a person. <clears throat> Have you ever heard that it's hard to like you? Um, I've been told that a couple of times, but I have a way of uh, getting people to like me. Good. Then you won't be surprised. <laughs> Elaborate, please. It's hard to like you. When you die. Yes. The thing that makes you whatever you are, what happens to it? Where does it go physically? Well, I think Anna like whips her head towards Tommy. I'm told that there is some sort of afterlife. It can go to a good place, it go to a bad place, or I guess it gets stuck there. But how does it leave the earth? I don't know. <laughs> Well, for every one of you, 
there's a dozen who claim they do know. And it's this sort of mass belief that dictates the great king. So who is the one doing the polling? The people from here? Polling? You said that your soul, like, gets polled. There's, like, people polling it. It doesn't just go there automatically or something. Well, it's not so much pulled as it is sent. Well, who sends it? You do. Your people. For a time, most people were sent through the sky, and she ruled as great king. And when your people reached and crossed the seas, their boundless mystery became the new frontier. You sent each other through it. One day, when your people begin exploring the stars, his age would have begun. But he thought to begin it prematurely. The Star King? How did he defeat... How did the Sea King get defeated? No one really knows. Really? It's not even rumors? Rumors? Sure. I mean, there's got to be some intrigue, even if it's the afterlife. We don't have tabloids here, girl. Yeah, but you've got kings and princes and souls and deals, I'm told. <laughs> he gets a wistful smile on his face and he looks off to the sky. Oh, I love deals. Yeah, I'm told they're all the rage. I'm going to need you to manipulate someone again, and I'm going to need Mark to help out. <laughs> like, you need Mark to help out with the conversation, or you need him to help out with the dice roll? You know what? Both. <laughs> I need Mark to One of the questions that he's going to answer is going to be one of Mark's questions. I rolled a nine. Ten. Okay. Anna, you get one question. Mark, you get one question. All right. I'll ask, what are the rumors you've heard about the Sea King? How is he defeated? How is that possible? I mean, these, these people are supposed to have been here from... The dawn of time. Primordial soup, remember? <laughs> so I think there's two. The first is that the Grey Hand had managed to seduce or manipulate one or more of Endragoras's own princes to take down the kingdom itself from within. The other one that's more, I think they take less seriously, is that there exists some kind of great king's curse that can be leveled against an offending king. But in order for him to have exerted even the provisional access to it that he would have had, he would have needed help from Roe herself. If that is the case, then that means that they both would have been in on it. If that's the case. Remind me, did jo Johnny, did the minstrel say something about a curse? In fact, he did. There are curses and tales. Mark, what do you want to know about what went down with the Grey Hand apparently overthrowing the Endragoras, the Sea King? Who is the most likely to have what, like knowledgeable person about about the who event? Who could be? Yeah, who would have more info. Exactly. I keep sort of promising myself that I'm not going to introduce more. <laughs> More, more fucking characters, but oops. <laughs> oops, all characters. <laughs> <laughs> oops, more characters. So almost as a joke, he says, well, the gray hand would know what he did, but you could oh, hardly wow. trust anything that he says. Right. <laughs> there is the all seer. Oh, boy. 
but they are missing. And then after a moment, he'll go, I mean, I guess you could ask your sister. Her bosses seem to know all kinds of things. Dad. What about Ro? If that rumor is true, then she would know. But if that rumor is true, do you think that she would tell you? Buddy, I was in the middle of a really good line reading. <laughs> no, I suppose you're right. I do have something that I want you to do or say to the charming coachman. Okay. So, how did you end up here? He will look at you very sharply and then just as sharply look back to the road. Cool. Um, you used to work for Preston's family when you were alive, I assume? He gives a sigh that I think is equal parts like annoyed, wistful, and sorrowful. I'm sorry. Was there some kind of deal that the Lariats had? Roll manipulate someone. (laughs) Fourteen advance move. He'll look over his shoulder to see if Preston is watching. And then he'll like wave his hands to be like, look. And then I think he'll resume speaking in sign language and say, not a deal, contract. Did you sacrifice yourself for it? Not for it, for them. Specifically Preston? (laughs) Like, it's a gross sound that he makes, but it's unmistakably laughter. It's like, uh, it, it, it's hoarse and thin and reedy, and scratchy. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so maybe more so for the family in general. And it's like, no, no, no. And then whatever the sign is for before. Could you ever be free of it? Do you want to be free of it? I think he just makes a gesture waving off like, don't worry about it. I don't want Theo to ask him anything else, but I do want to read a bad situation and open up my third eye. Okay. Please miss. You bitch. Why would I do? What happened? I rolled a five. Well, I have some good news. <sighs> yeah. You still get your bonus hold. That is true. I do also get to see invisible things, I believe. Mm-hmm. I guess... Whatever, fuck it. What kind of magic is keeping him, like, alive? It's the contract. It's some kind of, like, variation on, like, true name magic. Do I see anything invisible? (laughs) No, Johnny, no. (laughs) You hear the, like, flickering echoes of a flapping of wings. And at first you're like... Maybe Skull was bigger than you thought, but then you look up and there is a like long winged serpent. The only parts of it that you can see are these just flaming, like runic markings. Is this like a drake of some kind or like? Yeah, something like that. It's way up in the sky and it very suddenly changes directions to move towards you guys. Hey guys, we might have incoming. There's a giant serpent with wings in the sky. Uh, more 
creatures to fight? How much further are we? Um... Kira. <laughs> Do either of you recognize the symbols on this? Isn't you say it had some type of like... Theo does. I do recognize it. Mm-hmm. I don't care for that. Well, I wouldn't say recognize, but they do remind you of something. Of what? Deacon's Deacon? tattoos. God mm. damn it. Kira. I think Kira was headed for a uh, shelter and was keeping just an eye out in case she saw any traces of the tower. Just keeping an eye out? Well... Yeah, I think she's continuing to just head in the direction that the uh, minstrel had told her for shelter. But could she try? She has some sort of connection to, like, gateways, right? Well. Back to Earth. Between here and Earth. Technically. (laughs) So with that in mind, could Kira, like, reach into, like, the weave of this place? Like, feel if there's any holes? Well, I love the way you've put that. Yeah. Will you roll investigate a mystery for me? That's a 10. Okay. So, yeah, I think you look into the weave of the place. I think it looks like a network of hundreds of jagged, like, strings or wires. And you kind of know without knowing that where they bundle is where you have sort of the best chance Yeah, to the extent that they look like wires, they are not live. They're like stripped and like crispy, brittle. With a 10, you can kind of look out and see, and you can tell that sort of way, way off, if where you're headed is north, then way to the west, there is at this moment a fully open doorway. Okay. I take it that's probably where Tower is. You could assume that. And there's no way to get there. Like, it's far away. It's extremely far away. Okay. Also, it has just closed. Gotcha. Okay. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, she'll, she's gonna just going to continue up towards this shelter, I guess. Just making sure that there's no fucking fish people following her. Get somewhere safe. Oh, they're following you, but I think the the musician gave you quite a bit. Quite a ways of warning. And um, yeah, I don't know that you can tell sort of where these wires interact with actual physical infrastructure on this side, but you can tell that like quite a ways to the north and a bit off the ground, hard to judge, there is a pretty promising bundle of wires in the direction you're heading. I'll head that way then. Okay. It will take you... A good deal of time to get there. The rest of you, I would like for Theo, who is now giving directions, to roll Act Under Pressure. 13 advanced move. Well, okay then. That's a nice (laughs) way to start that. So between directing with your blood compass and the fact that without a doubt, the coachman can see that thing in the air, you are at the very least... Giving it a run for its money. What I know, you said that the markings are like Deacon's tattoos. Mm -hmm. And being that I don't really know a lot about Deacon's tattoos, but I know shit about runes and Mm -hmm. magic. Would I know how to maybe dispel or disrupt these runes? 
If you ruin the, sh the shape or the structure of the rune itself. Yeah. That's what we had to do with Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I assumed. What are the purpose of the runes on this thing? For the purpose or function, that would be a investigate role for Theo to see what they are. It's pretty far away, but they are quite big. 13 advance move. Ask two questions and then I'll give you something. What sort of creature is it? It is a creature of pure destruction made up exclusively of physical and living runes. What can hurt it? I'll say, as with all things that dwell there, ancient wood, and as with all things that live, the passage of time. How big is its mouth? Well, that's a really good question, but you're all out of them. <laughs> well, I was going to do a thing, but you said you're going to give me something, I guess. And what I'm going to give you is that it is not a native creature. To there or the sea kingdom? Both. Well, that's not great. Are we going to be able to outrun this thing or no? It's going to keep up pace with us. Well, with the 13, you're going to basically increase your speed and remain on course, which little by little has you drifting slightly to the left. Like every, I don't know, minute or so, the thing will sort of ping just a bit and you'll have the coachman adjust. The thing in the sky continues coming towards you until it's right above you, and then it keeps going. Like it goes past us? Yeah. I think Theo's gonna like look to like the charming coachman and ask him, that's not native to here, but have you ever seen it here before? He nods slowly once. How long has it been here? He gestures vaguely to all of this. Do you know what it hunts its victims, targets. He points to you and then thumbs backwards at the carriage mm. a couple of times. And it passed right over us. Yep. In the direction we're heading. No, back. Like, oh, wait, oh. back. So it leaves us. Yes. Oh, okay. oh. That's also not great, though. <laughs> Can I see anything ahead of us? Like, what would be causing this thing to turn away? Roll plus sharp. Uh, nine. With a nine, I will just, I will invite you to recall when and why it first took notice of you. It took interest to you when we were talking, when you were talking to the coachman, right? When I was opening my third eye. Kira, real quick, roll act under pressure. Okay. Nine. Okay. Why do you want me to do that? What's happening? <laughs> I think that works out perfectly, actually. That's, I'm willing to see how long it's going to take you to get where you're going. Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's going to take you like an hour. Okay. And so what I think I want to do after quite a few minutes of you guys really pushing your invisible horses on the Charming Coach, whoever has the radar Anna. notices a structure up ahead. Well... Not up ahead, ahead and a ways to the left. There's a building or something up here. And a roll plus sharp. What does it look like? Well, let's see what she can figure out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big old four, guys. <laughs> looks like way to the pool. <laughs> looks, looks like iron. Oh, hey, I leveled up. <laughs> 
All you can think, Anna, is that it looks like a really fancy modern office building. Like one of those ones that they design to look weird because they're dicks. Uh, yeah, there's like a, it looks like an office building, but it's, maybe it's just me, but it kind of looks like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> is that what I see sitting with the charming coachman? You still can hardly see anything. Is that where the blood is pulling us? Not quite. It's pulling you basically forward. The structure is a bit, uh, to you'd have to adjust your heading a bit to the left. I don't think you're there. We may want to steer clear. Well, okay, so maybe we avoid it. We just follow Kira's blood. Well, technically it's my blood. Oh, yeah, that'd be weird if you had Kira's blood. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> and quite rude. Preston. Not really. I mean, after this whole thing, it might be actually a really good idea to get like a little bit of like everybody's blood because if we all go like missing or something, I'd be able to track it and it might be a little bit more efficient because like if you guys got kidnapped or something and like somebody took off like your bracelet or whatever, it'd be really hard to find you unless. Yeah, no, maybe I should get some things from you guys like after this is done. No, yes, absolutely. If you ever need to locate us or say boil us from within. Oh, I wasn't talking to you. Obviously. You really have a way of just inserting yourself into other people's conversations, don't you, Preston? Has anybody ever told you you're really annoying? <laughs> <laughs> you know God who damn. else is cracking up? Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think Anna got it from? <laughs> is there some sort of joke inside of which I am not? Right on the nose, buddy. I mean... Preston, if you want that kind of like security, I can mean I could like provide it to you for a cost. This <laughs> is a sales pitch. Oh, you're you're to be compensated for my assassination now. <laughs> no, I'd be compen compensated for finding and saving you. Says you. I can find myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, maybe maybe at the bottom of a bottle or in a bush. Guys, there's a Drake. Where wh it's gone? Where did it go? Isn't that a bit concerning that all of a sudden it just turned around? Oh, yeah, it's concerning. So is Preston's apparent distrust of us. What? I don't get what's up with you. Do you not trust sorceresses or something? No, certainly not with my blood. Well, that's your first mistake, because this sorceress right here, Anna points at Theo, is probably one of the most gifted, talented people that I know. Anna. <laughs> and she's somebody you definitely want on your side. She's making my point. Are you, she's make you all hear it right. She's a person just like anybody else. Well, not like me. I'm not exactly a person. <laughs> you keep saying that. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yes, yes, it is. And you have deals with coachmen from there. Aren't you weird too? Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't have a deal. This is why I tried to quit. And yet you're still sticking around. Why exactly are you here, Preston? Why do you do this? <laughs> just sits in silence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I think it's because I ran out of things to drink. Well, that's just sad. Well, at least you're getting a workout. Ever the optimist, Mark. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for bringing up the charming coachman for us to use. You do appreciate that, right, guys? Yes, that was very helpful. I think it's, some time, a moment moment passes. 
the coachman bangs on the top of the coach and he goes, fine. It was the coachman who came to me. What do you mean? Why I'm in your damnable metropolis in the first place. He told you something was happening? With your soul thief tower. I see. Why did he do that if he serves there? How did he do that if he serves there? Perhaps there's some fine print in that contract of his. Hmm. He and I have always gotten along. Working relationship, you see. Really? So you can get along. I think the coachman bangs on the carriage again. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is delightful news. Um, Preston, do you know who has the coachman's contract? As my late father put it, this entire place. Hmm. Okay, so we're avoiding the tower of death that looks like a dick. Yeah. Do any of the rest of you look at the radar? My Show it to Mark if he's on the coach. I glance over at it. To the way, Dick. <laughs> Mark roll plus sharp. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not going to be good. I think that's a four. If it's a dick, it's a really weird dick. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best you got. Anna will pass it over to Tommy. What do you think? Roll plus sharp on Tommy's behalf. Using whose stats? Kira's. Thank God. God. I really want him to fail, though. Me too. That's a 14. God damn it. I think he looks at it and looks at it kind of sideways, and he's like... And you see, Kevin, it's like right there. Dick. There's the balls. Are you Are you serious? Yeah. Above or below this part that looks like a ship? Oh. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe the ship that Kira was going to in the vision. I don't know. I mean, it looks like... Half of a sh a really large ship. Okay, yeah, I think let's head. If this is the ship that might be where Kira was headed in that vision that I saw, that's where she got chased down. It was a ship. She might be headed there. Or, or are we heading there and she's gonna come and s step in to help us with something? Is it her that is leading us there? Or are we going there? Chicken, chicken before the egg. I don't know. I mean, do we just wait at the ship or do we just like go just head her off and find her? I mean, this is leading us to her. Theo gestures at the puddle of blood in her hand. As you gesture at the puddle of blood in your hand, the coachman readjusts the mask around his nose. He's dead. It's not like he could smell. Rude. If we can cut her off, then let's do it. But she's going to probably end up going there one way or another. Fine. Let's go. She's right. Adjust course. We'll technically stay on course. If we stay on course, though, we might just end up being following Kira and not getting there before she gets there. Right. Tommy, what do you think is your girlfriend? <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> you have slightly more than two brain cells. I mean, you're a werewolf. You track things. Not here. This whole place smells like death, but I see the place that Kira got chased into in Anna's vision. I see Kira near enough in proximity. I say we show up there and try to lock the place down before it can turn into a graveyard. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, fine. Do we notice anything watching us from this building? 
So, so far you can't physically see the building. You can only just make out the form on the sort of digital readout. Mark, roll read a bad situation. 11. Oh, there's a whole switch on the side of this thing that you never noticed before. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Chink. So now you can see sort of like a isosceles triangle. Like this direction is the structure that you see straight ahead from you. There is a small dot sort of as far away as the structure is from that dot to the other side. There's like a cluster of other dots. And then like in and around the structure, very well spaced out. There's maybe six dots. Bigger in diameter or just the same old dots? All the dots are the same size as each other. And from context clues and the way that this switch is labeled, those are humanoid-sized readings. Well, it looks like we're going to have some company when we get there. Well, that's not a surprise. Do we have any way of telling what we're going to be up against? I think it's going to be more of those fish people. That's what I saw in my vision. Can I observe that place? Which place? The boat? Roll it. Ten. Okay. I think like the tower of blood kind of melts just a little bit until it's just a little bulb as you're moving your focus away. Yeah, this is like the severed severed and beached front half of like a four-story ship. There are, yeah, about a half a dozen of these sort of rotted fishmen have made something of a camp here. The only place where there's two of them is like the open side of this thing. You can see all these floors, one floor up, there's two of these things. And you can see again, it's like security cameras that you can kind of flick and flip between. There's like a something like a bunk on the third floor that one of them is sleeping. There's one of them sitting up in like what would, what would be the sort of tilted remains of the crow's nest. So are there like two lookouts is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Are these the same or different kind of fish things that we encountered before? Different in like ornamentation and coloration like I think maybe some of these have like instead of the big the one fin they have like two or three. Do they notice us? I mean obviously we're we're kind of out in the open, I feel like. Currently as far out as you are they don't seem to. I think they will come back. Her puddle of blood will reform and Theo will, I think, like kind of thump on the top of the carriage, like the coachman a little bit, but just like knock. Yeah. There's about a half dozen fishmen camped out in there and there are definitely two lookouts. We are extremely outnumbered. Well, I don't no, know. Not. We fought more than that back there. Oh, I guess half a dozen. So we can take them. But I do think Preston will be like, but what about this lot? And point at the horde on the other side of the presumably Kira dot. How far away are they? They're as far away as the Kira dot is away from the structure, which on foot puts them about 10 minutes out from the structure. And that's as far as Kira is away too? Yeah. 
Zakir is five minutes out from the structure. These things are ten minutes out. Can I make contact with Kira from this distance here? Or am I completely blocked out? Why don't you roll it? Roll use magic. Well, I got an eight. Ring, ring. Oof. Well, pick a glitch. Unwanted side effect. Mark, you reach out to Kira. Kira, you hear Mark say, Ring, ring. In your ear. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the unwanted side effect? God damn it. No. No, I know. I'm kidding. (laughs) This is you learning. This is Mark consent. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mark? Is that you? Kira? Yeah. Yeah. What? You've been walking at this point since you searched and saw the open door for about an hour at this point, Kira. Okay. So I'm close. We haven't been able to get in contact with you. Where where are you? Uh the Sea Kingdom. I'm We're we're there right now. We're we're heading to a what looks like a ship. I don't see any ship or anything, but I'm Headed north. Uh, okay. Guys, she's... Well, oh, shit. Mark puts it on uh, conference call. So she's heading north, guys. Can we all hear now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. And communicate. There's a ship, uh, I think, a little ways ahead of you, Kira. I had a vision, and um, you. it did not look good. There's also a horde of things chasing you that's going to get there about the same time. You haven't seen any rotten fish people, have you? Uh, I mean, yes, I've seen several. Speaking of Horde, all of you, like, um... Don't do this. Yep. (laughs) It's just like a multi-voice shout right in your ears that says, Nothing lives in the sea. Oh, Hmm. it! They're back again. Unwanted side effect. Bing! Kira, Kira, maybe go to the sky. And Kira will be like, oh, okay. And I'm just going to head up. Kira will act under pressure. Uh, that's a five. Oh. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Roll double ones, you guys. So, so the real question is, Johnny, 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 what are you going to do with those double ones? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with those double ones. The first thing that I'm going to do with those double ones is that Kira gets up into the air and begins flying in what she's pretty sure is the direction she had been going. Those of you with the radar see that she has veered way off. Kira, Kira where are you going? <laughs> the other thing that is going to happen is that something is going to come into view, Kira. Mm-hmm. You hear like a whistling. And you're like, what the heck? And then you can see sort of breaking through your like five-ish foot field of vision. It's a harpoon. Can I, woman with a plan to dodge it? If that's how you want to use it, yes, you can. Uh, do I? I was going to suggest, being that I still have the spell up, can I tell that like, I don't know, so essentially I would like the bracelet that Kira wears because we never fucking do this. Let's activate (laughs) the shield spell that's on it. Do you have a shield spell? Doosh. I think I'll still get harpooned, but I might not take any damage from it. I mean, with all the fucking armor work. you have. You can activate it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Just because I'm interested to see what happens. I will activate the shield spell <laughs> instead of using one with a plan. I mean, it's your choice. So <laughs> this harpoon... <laughs> 
comes towards you and it is headed, I think, towards... It will hit your thigh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And unmitigated, it will do four harm. Okay. With the shield and stuff, what does the shield do again? Uh, it gives you one armor. So then I take nothing. <laughs> Ding! Well, Orange, you glad you didn't say banana? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you like... I'm imagining Kira going, ah! <laughs> activating the bracelet. What? What? What just happened? <gasps> what was that face for, Maya? What does that face continue to be for, Maya? Oh, I just had a fucking epiphany. Like I was trying to find like the uh, fuck me, God damn it! I just <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I, I honestly can't my- tell if this is good or bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is your epiphany? In my like notebooks that I have, I have like bookmarks and like paper clips and like whatever. And I just flipped to one of them because I was just like, where did I put that bracelet thing? And when Theo had shoved the eye into herself, I believe you told me what the name of it is or something. Oh yeah, I did tell you that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So Isn't I just, that like, weird? happened to flip to it and I was like, of Endergoris. What is this? The Eye of Endergoris? What? Oh, shit. And then I looked above and I had, right. I had drawn what Theo's eye looks now, like with the, the scar. And I was like, wait a second. Continue to what's happening over here, over there. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, do you want to give me some, uh, some color around how this shield works? Nobody's activated it before. I want to know what it looks like and what it does. Kira... When the harpoon kind of subtly comes out at you, that leather bracelet that Theo had made you suddenly turns kind of like cool. And from the crystal glass bead, I think the familiar like light white blue and like little pink uh, magic that Theo uses, maybe like some of that uh, magicka that she'd shared with you once suddenly like comes out of that crystal and forms like just like a shield I think around like your arm kind of like like a spartan shield except I imagine it like curved more looking like a giant turtle shell kind of thing I imagine that when the harpoon like hits it it kind of like reverberates with like that's just like the color ripples across it mm-hmm. and it just deflects it down mm-hmm. so the harpoon doesn't even hit me at all no sweet where did that come from? Was it one of the fishmen? Based on the direction you think you're going, no. It kind of came from your left. I want to look down and see if I could see it. Well, who did it? He's, you still can't see anything. Because there's like too much like smog or something or clouds? It's just this like there just is no light. I think you can maybe see like back into your left. I think I mentioned this actually. There are some torches on the coach. Mm-hmm. And you can see distantly these like little flecks of light. Is there like a um, a land formation at all that I like? I'm near that I could hide behind to kind of get some cover, or no? It would be very low to the ground, and it would be very small indeed. Like you would, it would have to go down to the ground, and you could probably find like a maybe four foot tall outcropping. Okay, so it's not the horde, the horde of fishmen, and it's not I'm not by the ship. That I know of, so it's somebody else that's attacking me. From what you can gather. This might be stupid. She's gonna rocket down to where the attacker came from. You wanna rocket towards where the harpoon came from? 
Yeah, I want to see what who's attacking. We're locked under pressure. Much better. 14 advanced move. So you throw yourself towards this thing and then some smaller kind of harpoon-like, like as they sort of sail past you and you dodge them, you can tell that they're kind of still built like harpoons, but they're more the size of like arrows mm-hmm. come at you. You get close to where you have sort of figured out the source of this thing came from, the harpoon, the initial harpoon, and you see preparing another one standing in the sort of downed crow's nest of a ship is one of these rotten fishmen. Oh, so I'm right by the ship. Yep. All right. And Kira's going to call over the Skynet and she'll be like, well, I found the ship. How far are we away from the ship? Maybe like a minute out going to the speed you're at. Can I bum rush the uh, fish that is in the crow's nest? Roll kicks some ass. 12 advance move. Oof, pick your advantage. So this is what I literally want to do. I want to bum rush this thing out of the crow's nest and have it like topple down. What I will allow with this. Yeah. Because I once again had you going extremely fast. And because of the method of this thing's attack, it's going to hurl a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suggest that you take the take no harm at all one. Okay. So this thing is going to throw a harpoon over your shoulder. You are going to grab it, flap a couple of times, and then just let it go. Let the let the creature go? Yeah. Okay. But you can see where like the surface of the poop deck, that's what it's actually called, is. So you know that it's not going to land on the hull of the ship. You're, you're, you've dropped it to the seafloor. Okay. Uh, um, maybe hurry, guys. I think I would have heard you run in and just been like, all right, guys, she's she's attacking. Let's let's get up there. So, okay, you guys are approaching, and I think it comes into view very, like, murky still, fog of war-y, but you can see, you can hear, like, a, honestly, it's a fucking conch shell. It's a... Oh, God. Oh, boy. And then you can see, like, Barking through the sky is four more of these harpoon things. Towards the carriage or towards? Towards the carriage. Okay. Theo, roll act under pressure. Okay. Sick. So you tell me, you see these things coming in and you need the coach to dodge to the right and then quickly again to the left. Through what method do you do that? I will shout directions to the coachman. Well, aren't you sweet? Hold on, guys. Theo like calls into the rest of the carriage. Um, I have a question. So we're like, like a, just under a minute out, probably. I think at this point you are now a few seconds away. Never mind then. I wouldn't have time. Why? What do you want to do? I was going to try to see if Anna could use one of her abjuration effects, but to do what? Uh, specifically to take some time to surround someone in a magical field that reduces all the harm from the next hit they take to zero. You could do that. Okay. I want to do it to Theo. But so this whole time also, I'm imagining, sort of in between Theo and the coachman, there's like a sliding sort of window. (laughs) Like a limo. Yeah. Yeah. That like you've been going, okay, hang on and all that stuff. Anna from inside slides it open and then thrusts her torso out and then starts doing stuff to you, Theo. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, giving you some armor. Are you tattooing me right now? No. Anna, roll manipulate someone. It's not It's not a tattoo. Not this one. Um, that's a nine. 
Theo, if you let her do this, you will mark experience. What are you doing exactly? I'm just letting you, I'm covering you in a magical field that if anything hits you, at least for one time, you will take absolutely no harm from whatever hits you. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, she'll do that. So Maya, the next time any harm, it's reduced to zero. So so we're getting there right now. Mm-hmm. The very next thing that happens that you can see is of the six that you can see on the radar, there are those two on the first floor. There's one deep on the third floor. There's the one that Kira just dropped. There's one on sort of the second floor, and then there's one just on the ground floor around, and it is bolting directly towards the coach. Can I take a shot at it? With what? A fireball. Okay, roll it. Nine. Pick a glitch. God damn it. Unwanted side effect. Okay. There is now a on fire fish man running towards. <laughs> Quickest decision. Oh, yeah. I had it locked and loaded. I hoped you were going to do it. You did not disappoint. <laughs> so, yeah, you hurl this fireball at it. It slams into the ground. This thing, like, just. Can I add on top of that fireball? Kind of. You may not have to, but what do you want to do? I essentially just want to, like, blast this on fire fish man just out of the way. <laughs> Roll it. In its hands, it has two, like, huge curved swords that, like, it's got a handle and then two uppercase Cs. Ah, uh, that's a seven. Pick a glitch. And what, Matt, what are you, you're just trying to force to push it out of the way? I'm using, for at least, like, combat magic, I'm using a force blast. So it is one harm forceful to a two harm base. So three harm? Yeah. With combat magic, are you rolling? That's not use magic. With combat magic, you roll plus weird. To kick some ass. To kick ass with weird, yep. There is no glitch. This is just you do harm and it does harm. Okay. There is a flash of movement to your left and spinning from a very narrow rapier tip is one of these C-shaped swords that had been thrown and blocked and caught by the charming coachman. I think it looks like just thanks. He like still driving, lowers the rapier to you and like for you to take the C-shaped sword away. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, and then the other thing you can clearly see is in the hilt there is a trigger and at the base of the blade there is like a little barrel Mm -hmm. in his rapier. Wait, is this his? Like the charming coachman's? Mm Mm-hmm. He sheaths it not in a sheath in himself, oh. but in a sheath in the Wait, side. Wait, back up. Wait, so then, so then Anna might see this and she'd be like, oh, so that's what you fight with. <laughs> Mark it us and we answered it last time. So he, he sh- puts it back in a sheath, but the sheath is not on his person. The sheath is in the coach itself. Yeah, so he hands you a scimitar that he caught. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to hold on to it. <laughs> I think if Anna can get out of the of the coach, she is there one of these things close enough that she could shoot it with her shotgun? The closest ones will be the ones that are a floor up, which not with a shotgun. I have an idea, Lauren. Could she try to like vault up somehow? <laughs> Tell me how. Maybe using her staff. If she can kind of get up and then I don't know, like try to <laughs> 
<laughs> Almost like Paul falls up. <laughs> Can I use magic to help Anna do something that is beyond human limitations? Absolutely. Do you want me to roll use magic or help out? I want you to roll use magic. Anna can roll help out if she wants. No, Anna must roll help out. Okay. Uh, nine. Is that a plus one? Fifteen. Advanced move. Well, hello. So, in the TV show, (laughs) Anna points with her shotgun to the first floor. I gotta get up there. Oh, I can help. You open the door. You jump out onto a surface of force and are catapulted. Sick. Can I kind of try to time it, like getting up there with my staff to like smack one of these things down as I like land? Roll kick some ass and then roll act under pressure. Um, that's an 11 to kick some ass. Okay, pick your bonus. Yeah, I'll do more harm. Okay, and your staff does what? Three harm, hand, heavy, area, magic, ignore armor. Damn, that's a hell of a staff. Mm -hmm. So you do four? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Okay. Now roll act under pressure. Seven. Okay. So you slam into one of these things. Yeah. (laughs) Between the force of yourself and the throw of the staff, you just feel it crunch underneath you. And then the two of you, or rather the one of you and the like deflated shell of the other one, slam into the ground. I think that'll be two harm. She has two armor, so now with Ramsey's thing, so she's fine. I think she's fine. I think it's a pain. I think you like jam your arm a little bit, mm-hmm. but you end up sliding and like against this wall, and you see the other thing on this floor trying to figure out whether to go murder you <laughs> or throw more things at them, mm-hmm. and it makes its decision and picks up another harpoon. You're probably at this point like 15 feet away from it. Yeah, I think, and it's just like, oh, fuck. I also think you're winded. Yeah. I don't think she's like getting up, but I think she kind of leans back and brings her shotgun and goes, and just shoots from the ground at this thing. Roll kick some ass and subtract one. Okay. So, okay. It's eight plus three is 11 plus minus one is 10. Fuck. <laughs> Pick your bonus. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not double harm, but extra harm. Okay. So you fire it off with hysterical accuracy as a harpoon does sail through the air mm-hmm. and land itself in your side. Oh! That's four harm. So two. Yeah. Like, I think it's like it's just the, the blade itself makes its way through your armor, but the blade itself at its widest point is like a baseball. But the rest of the coach is showing up. Also, Kira's up there. What I'm thinking is that the coachman and Theo are going to stay on the coach and just like kind of do circles around it. Everybody else like could get out at some point. Yeah, I think Mark's going to charge in. Theo will tell the coachman like, pull over, pull over, pull over. And like Theo will like look back into the coach and like, whoever wants to get out can get out. We're going to just circle around the ship. Mark's going to run out of the... Um, the coach with his blade drawn and go after one of them. Yeah, I assume Tommy would also bound out. Would Preston stay in the coach? What would Lowry do? Lowry will stay in the coach. Preston will get out of the coach. I think as Mark's running off, he notices that Lowry's sitting there. 
We could use your help. I am helping. I'll be with them. All right, coachman. Theo points. I think Mark just turns around and keeps running then. Where are the remaining ones currently in this ship? Somewhere inside of it. Like, I don't think there's any that are in your full-on line of sight. But we, but we know that they're in the, in the ship. Yes. Okay. As you go in through the floor here, basically the way it's going to work is that there's like alternating staircases from this floor to the next to the next to the next. And since you're not trying to be stealthy or nothing, I'm just going to need to know who's going in first. Two people can go in first. I ran out with the sword right away. Yeah, so you got Mark, you got Tommy, you got Preston, and then you got Kira coming from wherever she's coming from. I was going to say, Kira probably would have, after taking care of that one, would have gone back to get another one. So you're gonna, so Kira's going to come down from the top and through the stairs? Yeah. She'll come up probably from the top and meet them. Guys coming up from the bottom. We'll look under pressure. Ten. You come upon a, a fish man who's running away from the stairs towards the sort of open edge of this ship. Doesn't seem to notice you. Kira takes her axe. I would like to literally just bisect him. Roll kicks some ass. Would love for you to bisect him. Uh, that's a 10. With a 10, I think it's more like it starts like here. You didn't get the head as well, but yeah, the rest of the way. And then put your weight into it. And he doesn't Get a head off. Okay, cool. Mark. Yes. Roll act under pressure. Four. That's seven. Okay. You run up to the first floor where there's only the two dead ones. You run up to the second floor where there's what appears to be what must have been the galley and sort of like crouched on the this big long picnic table eating what might just be rocks is one of these fishmen. And he looks up at you as you come up, and he screeches and lunges at you. Mark puts up his blade and charges right into him. All right, roll kick some ass. Twelve. Pick your benefit. Do the double harm again. Well, it's just plus one harm. And as established, their slashes, the slashes do nothing against your sky armor. So just on, it's a horrible metal on nail sound, and you take its head and arm off. Now I need, you guys are continuing to go up, I need either Anna or Tommy to roll uh, Act Under Pressure. Um, Tommy roll. Uh, I think Anna was still kind of up top 12. Tommy comes across one of these fishmen fucking sleeping. <laughs> you tell me what he does. There's no way it's not gruesome. Yeah, I my immediate thought was he takes out the jugular. Cap. Just with his claws. Theo. Roll act under pressure. Ten. I was going to ask, like, how many fish people do we see on the other side? To situate this, I guess, D&D style, like, as far as you can tell, the way you've sort of oriented yourself. Oh, now I have to do ship words, and I don't know if I'm right. The, like, prow, is that a thing? The, like, very front of it. The bow is the front. The bow. The stern, I think, is back. Port side is left side. Starboard is right side. So, like, where it comes to a point, the bow of it is pointing to, like, what you now guess to be the northeast, such that the open side is open to southwest. So do you go around to the north side or do you go around to the east side? And the horde is coming from the south. Oh, the horde. I want to go towards the horde. Oh, do you now? I'm going to try something. 
So if I hoard, how many? A few dozen. Cool. I want to go towards them. Okay. I think the coachman looks at you when you make this suggestion and winks. I think Theo is going to place her staff carefully on the ground of our like seat so that her hands are free. She's going to take her knife back out and I think reopen the cut that she had used earlier to, for her blood. I think she kind of like puts her hands together and then like kind of spins or turns her hands so that her blood is like on the palms of hers. I want her to put her hands out in front and then like push her hands out to her sides, hopefully having the magic green and gray maybe. Just magic like kind of a tear in front of her. But I then want to go up into the air and Theo says in Greek, Sick hello. Um, and I want to use magic. Help me understand. To do what? Summon a monster into the world. Hmm. Well, use magic. Ten. <laughs> okay. What I'm hoping appears is a giant serpent with wings. Is this a specific giant serpent with wings? Yes. (laughs) Name it. From where are you taking this monster? It has to come from somewhere. My suggestion is the Lernaean Hydra. Yeah. Luthia will summon that Hydra into being. Okay. You reopen the gash in your palm, smash it into your other palm, twist it, and throw both hands out to either side and reach up and down and tear a hole in the sky through which in front of the coach lands on two enormous tree trunk feet, this red scaled dragon and it immediately begins to run. And what's notable about this dragon is not simply that it is huge and muscular, but that its head has two buddies. That's right. It's a three-headed dragon. And it kind of goes down. Mm -hmm. I think it's like first pass on these things. It seems to reduce them by a quarter. Grabs up, stomps, kicks away. 25% of these things are gone now. And you are still barreling towards them. And you all just saw the only point of light that you could possibly see burn like sunshine and a huge red dragon with three heads pop out of it. Yeah, I think Anna's like, what the fuck? Holy fuck! (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, so we killed all the things in the ship, right? Yeah, all the things you saw on the radar, yep. Uh, then I think in that case, Anna will call back over the Skynet to Theo and be like, Theo, let's get out of here. Yeah, meet me on the northeast side of the ship. Do we need to worry about that three-headed dragon? No. Oh, okay. Theo's going to turn to the coachman. Turn around. (laughs) We're uh, meeting up with everybody else. I think it's going to take the coachman a second. Mm -hmm. And then he'll turn around. What's up? You okay? Uh, he was sort of looking in awe at the dragon. We start booking it towards the side of the ship that you said to meet on. I think uh, Kira instinctually grabs Tommy's hand 
and oh. runs with him. <laughs> what is Lowry doing, or what is what is he what is he doing? What is his reaction? Uh, he has both eyes closed, a hand on the back, and a hand on the side of the coach, and he's muttering something. What is he muttering? Unclear. Roll read a bad situation. Thirteen. The pronunciations seem off because this isn't the way people speak this language now, but it's maybe like some kind of accented Latin, but the ex- you get a very extremely distinct vibe that he is praying. Is there any like magic or power behind his prayer? Mm-hmm. Is it a threat? Quite the opposite. The kind of power that is coming from this prayer is suffusing itself into the very wood of the coach. So making it more protected. Like he said he was doing. Okay. Yeah, we round up the gang. Let's head back. Kira. Yeah. You know of a closer option. What do you mean? That bundle of threads is just a little ways north. Oh, it's further north even from the ship? Yep. Okay. Let's head uh, a little bit, a little ways north. I could sense something earlier, some sort of tear, maybe. I don't know. She'll start leading them. Point the way. As close as you are now, Kira, I will point out the tear itself, you can kind of now tell, is maybe like 175 feet off the ground. Oh. Can I see anything visibly? Or is it more just like I know it's there? Not with, you know, that you can see, but as to whether it's connected with anything, you can't see with your eyes. Hang on. Uh, let me go check it out. It's a pie. Uh, take someone with you. Who wants a ride? Tommy raised me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Tommy with me. Kira, roll act under pressure. 10. So you head off ahead faster than the carriage, even holding your burly boyfriend. (laughs) And you get closer and closer to the sort of knot of threads. As you approach it, it's like an enormous statue of a tall, obviously shirtless, male, muscular figure with like a only slightly unruly beard. Uh Uh-huh. And heavily braided hair and of course like a two scale probably 35 foot tall crown hello and he's got one hand on his hip and another hand connected to what may at one time have been a sword or perhaps a spear but is now broken off on both the top and the bottom and the knot that you saw is right in his face in the eye in the eye. I'll go up to it, fly up to, to the face. So you fly up to the face and you can kind of like, you get a pretty good standing spot on his right shoulder. Mm-hmm. You could kind of reach up to it. I do so. Okay. Tommy maybe gives you a boost. What do you want to try to do? I just want to see what happens if I try to interact with this like knot. I reach out and I grab it. So elsewhere when you tried to like... The, the sort of strands that you could see when you tried to look, look at them or touch them, they didn't kind of do much. Here, it's like you're pushing on really dry hay 
Mm-hmm. Like if you push too hard, they'll break. Okay. It just it just feels like kind of crunchy and brittle and all bound up. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I want to see what happens if I kind of tug on the the knot. It like makes the edges of your vision sort of contract mm-hmm. and feel like you're pulling more light than should exist out of this bundle. But the same thing, it feels brittle. You'll have to use magic to interact with this in any meaningful way. kind of wanted to see if I can send just like a pulse into this thing with my life drain, see what happens, but not not to harm it, to see if it can, if it responds positively. Yeah. We'll use magic. 12 advanced move. Okay. So I think part of what makes this so easy is that it's like this thing that you're pulsing your life energy and doesn't want your blood. It doesn't want your life force. It just wants water. And when you do that, it just sort of like all the very thin and brittle lines of it, at least in this sort of bulb here in in the eye, just like thicken and connect and become more substantial. You will take one harm. Okay. And nothing else really happens though? No, it just seems to become more uh, easier to interact with. And your friends edge closer in the carriage. Is there any way I could like get feed this thing more water? You could really use magic again and take more harm. Anything other than that? Because I'm like about to be unstable. You got Tommy right there. I'm not going to make Tommy do that. I was just thinking Tommy. I'm like, she would never do that. (laughs) I think Kira might actually turn to Tommy and be like, I don't know what the fuck this thing is, but it it wants water. uh, Nick ever done any weird spells? All of Nick's spells are weird. (laughs) Anything with water? Um, roll investigative mystery. Uh, 10. I mean, plenty of spells using water, but like, hang on. Your blood thing, could you just take out the water from like, no, you're in rough shape. (laughs) I'm fine. Hey. No, no, I'm not going to do that. No. (sighs) Fuck it. Kira's going to do it again. Don't kill yourself. Roll it. 13. You'll take an additional harm. Yeah. Push additional water into this thing. And then some of the tendrils coming out of it will get slightly thicker, but the cluster within the eye will remain largely unchanged. <sighs> how, how far are we from this? A few seconds out at this point. Can I read a bad situation or investigate a mystery here? Read a bad situation. 12 advanced move. So here's your freebie. Yeah. Do you remember why it was said that Kira could close the doors between your world and the hallway? I think you told me at the time. I think it was that I had such a strong connection to here or to the, to Earth or something. Oh, so is this like the border between here and or our world and there? Reason reasonable assumption. Well, then I think Kira Draws her hand back. <sighs> what? I think this is a, a border between our world and here. That's great, right? We can get out. But what happens if I open this? Can it be closed back up? You've closed doors before. How do I open it? You've opened doors before. 
Well, then I want to just see if it'll open, I guess. Roll use magic. 10. Actually, 11, technically. Are you about to die right now? No. Oh, but you are unstable. Take one more harm. Okay. So (laughs) you will reach into this eye, which to all observers is just a hole in the face of this statue and do something. Close your hand into a fist, twist and pull, and then almost collapse. Tommy will catch you. Mm. And then a like ball of light will spin and flicker and then expand upwards and then outwards like an upward facing eye. And then there is a glowing white gateway inside the face of the statue. Do we see that light coming from the... Yeah, and you can see it illuminate this huge bearded sexy man statue 175 feet up. Fuck, do we climb that? (laughs) Well, Mark should be able to teleport up there, right? He can't use that here. Uh, Can Theo use magic? To do what? Uh, Something inhuman beyond Could you be less specific? I was gonna um, say Anna might see, try looking through like the spell book to see if there's even like a like a levitation spell or something. So if like Anna could roll to help out or something, or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we have Anna roll investigate a mystery uh, and have Theo roll help? Out. Why must you do this to me? Uh, roll well, please. Hey, ten, eleven. So yours is eleven. Nice. Oh, I want so badly to be a big nerd. And I think I get to. I do. I do. So there is a whole chapter, Anna, mm-hmm. in your spell book. Okay, I think we could use this spell. Yeah, that looks doable. Do you want to do the honors? It is your spell book. Okay. But I'll I'll help. I'll help. So remind me, who all do we have to get up there? Mark Theo. Preston. Mark is sitting there and he's staring forward as as you guys are listing that off. And he just, he's like staring straight ahead and he just starts talking. He's like, so Lowry, is this where you tell me you have to stay here? Are you coming with us? I said I'd come back for you. This is an opportunity. I think he doesn't look at you and he just goes, you son of a bitch. Did you plan this? About as much planning as there was for the three-headed dragon that just popped out of nowhere. He looks back into the darkness in Merc and goes, Well, can't very well make it back to the sky alone, can I? Mark looks over. I think you'd be right. We can always visit. <laughs> All right, let's see what's so good about your Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Mark gets up and just laughs. Let's go. So then it's four of us? No, five of us. Five. Anna, Theo, Mark, Preston, Lowry. I feel bad for the coachman. He's like tied to this deal. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Theo like turns to like the coachman like, we can't take you with us, can we? He shakes his head, but not sadly. We'll see you in a few, coachman. Stay healthy. (laughs) Set some meat on them bones. (laughs) There's plenty of fish back there. (laughs) 
I think Matthew like goes to get off. She uses his hand to like get down, but she'll like give it one last like squeeze and just be like, we'll be back for you. I think roll and manipulate someone. I got a seven. I think he'll sort of gently squeeze back and then very slightly shake his hand, move his head to one side and shake it to the other and then let you go. Anna. Yeah. Use magic. Can I help? Yep. I think you must. Ten. Seven. Prioritize them. Prioritize? Mm-hmm. Why would you say that? Because that's my question. Who's the first person who's getting one? For Anna, since she's casting the spell, she would have Theo, Mark, Lowry, Preston, Anna. I don't like this. All right, Theo, just underneath your feet, a little, um, a very pale teal, Mm -hmm. semi-transparent, sort of flickers into existence, suddenly becomes solid under your feet, and slowly begins raising you up. Hey, you did it. Yay! Double thumbs up. <laughs> you just got four more to go. Mark, a very familiar looking disc about three feet in diameter, shows up and underneath your feet. Same thing. Throws you off balance for just a second, but then starts slowly lifting you up. Same thing happens to Lowry shortly after. Same thing. He gives Anna a big thumbs up. <laughs> Preston also starts to, to arise. Seems maybe less surprised, but no less impressed. And Anna, you are now left alone on the ground. No, why why would you say it like that? Anytime now. Any second. Okay, magic. (laughs) Do your magic. Here we go. Magic time. Magic is happening right now. Magic happens to me. Ramsey, is there a trick to getting this to work? Is there like a limit? Did we exceed the weight limit? Passengers. So your contact with Ramsey goes like this. <laughs> Is it spelled correctly? Or focusing? Otherwise, it- if you're trying to do the I'm in a tunnel joke, it's not very funny. Ugh, fuck. Can Kira, like, from, I'm guessing she's, like, being held by Tommy still, is seeing Anna on the ground. I'm wondering if she could reach out and just, like, conjure fucking shadowings on Anna. Roll, use, magic. I want you to miss so bad. Twelve. Oh. An advanced move. So I have some good news and some bad news. (laughs) Of course. I want to I want to narrate this from Anna's perspective. Mm-hmm. Magic is happening. Here we go, man. Think happy thoughts. Nope, that's Peter Pan. Uh- <laughs> you hear Theo from up top. Are you focusing? Shush. <laughs> Perhaps believing she's doing it herself. I'm fine. <laughs> certain. Like little things, maybe rocks start to float up around her. And then like, as they start to spin around her, she sees that as the dust falls away from them, they are not rocks. They are bones. And lots of them kind of thin and narrow. They look kind of like long finger bones. 
And these bones form themselves into a vague kind of wing shape that then like fill in almost like water with not the traditional sort of purpley darkness that I imagine Kira uses all the time, Mm -hmm. but much more of a like blank and empty deep gray from this place. Mm -hmm. And then they install. Ah. Oh, it is not pleasant. Ah. But you now have wings. Okay. Anna takes a look and she's like, God damn it. Thought I was done with these. And then she fucking flies up. Real quick, Anna. Yeah. Relax under pressure. Seven. Oh, boy. So you start to take some flaps, get yourself up off the ground, mm-hmm. and then you've been in a body that's flown before. You know pretty much how this works. You, you have to like kind of get some horizontal movement to get some vertical height. Unfortunately, the person that you sort of learned to fly from uh, didn't have wings that were made out of dead and brittle bones. Mm-hmm. So it, one, really starts to ache and hurt. And then two, after you get up to about the like waist of this statue, the bones just start to break. Uh, and you're like, what? <laughs> you are just like really trying to like, it's like walking on a broken leg and you are just doing everything you can to sort of just maintain some kind of altitude and the pain is almost becoming blinding. And then suddenly there are arms hooked underneath yours. And you are yanked up onto a small platform. By who? Lowry. Ah. Uh, where was he? Was he just like... Yeah. Does he have wings? He's floating up on one of these platforms. Oh, okay. He was, right, still, right. he was still floating up. <laughs> I'm like, did you have wings the oh whole time, God. fucker? okay i think anna's just like splayed out on the disc uh thanks i don't think there's that much space i think you are leaned against Mm -hmm. him and then she's splayed out in his arms thanks yeah (laughs) and he like (laughs) gets your hair out of his face and goes did you fucking put yourself last yeah why? Because that's fucking stupid. <laughs> no, it's not. It's practical. As you, the rest, as you rise up the rest of the way, he just sort of is like, like, as though he's trying to get the last word in. It's self-destructive is what it is. Some might say it's altruistic, but whatever. What's the difference? What point? And so you all raise up to add or about... The shoulders, the head and shoulders of this Endricora statue, in which there is a big, creepy doorway. Would I, since I was up first, would I be able to go to Tommy and try to heal Kira? You can, you can absolutely tell that she is like she's in she's in worse shape than she was when you last saw her. Yeah, she needs to know more so than later. I think there. He was gonna like land her and be like, "Oh, this is really high up." <laughs> Kira's and just then, like, like all pale. Look at Tommy <laughs> and just be like, "What oh happened, <laughs> Tommy? What happened? What, what's going? She was fine a minute ago." I opened the door. It's fine. I rolled a thirteen advance move. Okay. Kira would heal three. 
She actually heals four because she's resilient. <laughs> girl. <laughs> Thank you, Thea. Yeah. yeah. I think some color returns to her cheeks. She kind of just looks up at Tommy. Hi. <laughs> A little loopy. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Theo was about to say, like, hi, because this is the first time Theo's seen Kira in a while, but yeah. then you say hi to Tommy, and she's like, oh, okay, right, and then, like, <laughs> backpedals well, away. He's literally <laughs> holding me. Theo just, like, bumps into Mark before a toppling over the shoulder. <laughs> Tommy will say, you know, there's other people here, too. Mm, okay. And, like, <laughs> bump your head to look at Theo. Oh, hey, Theo. Oh, hey. Oh, thanks. I assumed that was you. Oh, no, it was Tommy. Whoa. Uh, no. it, was, <laughs> ab- it was absolutely. No, it, what do you. We should be um, escaping. Who knew Tommy's a werewolf? Andy heals people. Amazing. Wow. I guess you and Nick are more alike than I thought. Astonishing. <laughs> Tommy is very unclear what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> I don't know. I think like Theo like kind of tucks herself up next to Mark. I think as soon once Anna gets up to the platform with everybody else, she'll go over and she'll like wrap Kira into a hug. Aww. Yeah. Can we leave now? <laughs> yes, quite. Good. This place is dark. Yeah, and it does nothing for my hair. It, my it's so frizzy right now. Mark goes, "Me too." And then walks through the portal. <laughs> so does Kira need to, or someone need to create the door? Wait, no, it it's is open. open. It's open. Yeah, where is it emerging into? Do we get to decide, or is it just a fixed place? First, I need to know uh, who's going through and in what order. So, yeah, Mark, Kira, Tommy, Preston. I think Anna might a- actually hook an arm through Lowry's. All right, last this together this time. <laughs> Have you ever had a root beer float before? I think he'll look back at Theo and be like, see, now that's just responsible and walk through with you. And then Theo. Yeah, I mean, Theo will follow, I think, very close behind Anna and Lowry. Okay. Did anyone wave to the horse or the? Oh yeah, I want to say I want to wave to the coachman, please. Tell me exactly what you do. You just want to wave. I think that like Theo goes to like you know if this was a TV show goes to walk to the door, stop, turns. Theo like kind of like whirls her hands together and like I think gathers some magicka around her and pushes it into um, like between her hands. Almost like she's forming like a snowball, but instead of like a snowball, there's like a butterfly that I think is like kind of crystal clear with like, that's uh, iridescent and you know those Pokemon cards that were- Holographic? Holographic. Thank you. (laughs) It's just like holographic colors, but I want it to like slowly flutter and float down to the charming coachman, I think. Yeah, and then I think Theo would, like, wave. Roll use magic to do that. It's an eight. Pick a glitch. I think that the effect is a short duration. Where did you get that magic at? From around here? Not around here. Nothing lives in the sea. Oh, is the magic not in the sea kingdom? 
you can't use it here. You could still form like your magic energy into it. Okay, so if Theo tries to create this butterfly and tries to pull up Magicka but finds that it's not here, I guess it would be a problematic side effect. Oh, this late in the game. <laughs> well, because Theo's trying to use Magicka and pull this magic to. No, this is good. This is good. I like this. This is good. This works. So here is what happens. You do your technique, whirl your hand around as though forming an orb, as though creating a snowball out of Magicka, which you are able to pull. You smush that little ball into little plates. You elegantly and magically separate them and form them into little wings and flutter them out. And then you blow it into the air and it flutters down and you don't really get to see this part, but it does land delightfully upon the finger of the gloved hand of the charming coachman. And then you turn and you take a step towards the door and you absolutely stumble. Theo, you feel as though like you've you've stood up after lying down for a week and you're like blood rush kind of thing blood loss kind of thing you feel drained in a way that you've never experienced before and you're just like wow I guess being in the series and trying to do that kind of magic is harder than I thought it would be and you step through this door and you all step through into a blinding white light which dims itself into dark but comforting black, which opens up into executive producer Johnny Grubb. Why? Uh, Johnny! No, tell us where we are and then cut it. We all end up in Taco Bell! <laughs> this has been The Monster's Playbook. Featuring John Wander as Mark Clayton, Lauren Johnson as Anna and Kira Ashwood, Maya Dutchen as Theo Nessos, and Johnny Grubb as literally everybody else. Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monsters Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya Dutchen and edited by Maya Dutchen and Lauren Johnson. If you liked this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find The Monsters Playbook on the social media channel of your choice. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. You can hang out with us on our Discord. And if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening. Is this a specific giant serpent with wings? Yes. <laughs> Name it. Paul. Um. <laughs> Theo, you're unstable. Hi, I'm Paulie. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on on this side? Oh, you got some fish monsters? Ah, uh, you got some fish, guys. Oh, I got oh, some quarter sauce back on the other side. Anchovies. I can take oh, these chunks. Oh, wait. You a couple of Brits? You want some vinegar? Should I get some newspapers? <laughs> what do I know? I'm just a monster. <laughs>
Don't you dare put this at the end of this episode. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is the blooper that's going in the end. Um, <laughs> What's the monster's name? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul. 